Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Hey, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> did I get you? No, did you really think it was Donald Trump? Honest. No, did you? Seriously. No, come on, don't lie. Did you really think it was Donald? You did? Oh my God, were you mad? I bet you were. You're like... Oh my God, Donald Trump took over the Todd Glass Show, and now you're like, I feel stupid. Don't feel stupid. That's why I've made this opening of the show today, because I don't ever, ever want you to feel stupid. What I did was just a little joke, and I made the mistake. I didn't. I forgot how good my impersonations are. That's why James Adomian is so mad at me and he won't tell anybody. He keeps it inside and that's not healthy and I'm worried about him. Well, because I care about him even though we're in a fight because that's the way I am. And I don't want you to worry because, um, I don't know, I just, you know, I just, I don't want you to worry because you thought the show got bought by Donald Trump and that, and that was probably wrong of me. And I want to apologize. 
I want to be the bigger person. By the way, whenever anybody says that, it erases it. All right, I'm sorry. I'll be the bigger person. Well, now you're not the bigger person. Okay? I want to bring... That's one of the main things that I wanted to talk to talk to you about today. It's very important. Our guest is Danny LaBelle. And Danny really, really makes me laugh. When he commits, he commits. When he gets stubborn... Oh... Uh, but when he is funny, this man pays off. And maybe that's the yin and the yang, which I've learned to love and accept. I got to sit and beg him to do something for a half an hour. You're like, Danny. But then, oh, my God. Oh, you know. I would have. Oh, well, here's what I wanted to say about that. I, um, for some reason, got up at 630 when we recorded the podcast in the morning and then I just never went back to bed. So I was tired and I'm rarely tired with my new blood disease. I don't talk about it that much. I don't want to, you know, no, with, uh, no, no, there's no, there's no disease. Um, but, uh, so I was really tired. Otherwise I would have probably done a very long show, but I got a little tired and then doing the book to tell you the truth. If you want to be honest, Keith got tired, and then I got tired because I was tired of him being tired. I was like, oh, great, I got to look it over, over at Keith. I'm tired. I need sweepy. Oh, boy. And then I'm like, all right, now I'm tired. Son of a bitch. I could have had another hour of DL. Danny Lobel, baby. You're going to love the way he sounds. I'm Danny LaBelle, and I guarantee it. <laughs> I listen, that didn't have to make sense. Well, because my new show is going to be more like a thing, a show that doesn't make sense. That's what I'm trying to really tell everybody. What if this is the first show that someone's listening to? That's what I always worry about. They're going, I don't know, is this what he, what does he do? So he just rambles on? You're like, yeah, I like it. They're like, all right, whatever. You're like, not whatever. Not whatever. But then you take a deep breath before you, because you were thinking about, like, all right, I got to go. Enjoy the show with Danny LaBelle. I know he likes when I say his name a lot. Danny LaBelle, Danny LaBelle, Danny LaBelle. Uh, Quincy Jones is going to be on next week. And uh, Tom Martin. So we'll do, like, an hour with Quincy and then probably... Another, well, I don't, you know, I don't need to tell you the details. I heard uh, some of Quincy's songs. I'm so excited. <laughs> Alrighty. I want you to know that everything's going to be fine. Oh, wow. Right? Wowzy. Wowzy. I I think you're great and you and uh, I think uh, some other nice things too. So shut the fuck up and enjoy my show. Wow, I really tell it the way it is. Now entering nerdist.com. Danny, this is the cold opening. This is before we play our new jingle. Do you, what do you think of the studio? Yes, we're on the air.
Well, then I'll, you know. You, oh, you turn like it up. I would like a little notice. You like a little notice? Fine. All right. Oh, uh, no. Fine. But this no, time, I'll could roll you? with the punches. No, you're right. As a professional, I should say five, uh, four. Right. As Maybe Keith, he's, right. he could one and a two. Oh, and a one, two, three. Okay, so let me. I like the new studio. Now no, you talked go, over me. No, go ahead. Say it. I like the new studio. Tell me about it. Tell the listeners about it. Describe it. Tall order, but All right, you know it. what? Forget it. What? Not only your attitude. You're coming no, here. No, 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 no. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something right now. I come in here as a professional tonight, and I come in here to get the job done. You understand right. what I'm saying? But, 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 but remember last time. I tried to block it out, but I remember yeah, it. But, but this time, this I want you to be everything I love about Danny LaBelle. And but none of the you, other stuff. But you play with us, too. You got it. Because you're, there's no one funnier than you. I am in a very good mood. I'm glad you're here. I'm actually probably, I don't want to be competitive, but in a little better mood than you, I just want to say. Okay, uh, now, can you describe to the listeners what I'm wearing here tonight? Sure, you're wearing a tuxedo jacket. Thank you. And he's wearing a that nice says shirt. It all. Yeah, yeah. That says and, it all. and then let me explain who's here. Let me take a second here to go nice and slow. Danny, just get to George Carlin. You know that's our safe word? You always have to be honest when we ask you a question. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy uh, Ryan is here. I say to who was Kelly here Carlin. Too. That's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Look, already you start with the comedy. Uh, Nick Leap is here, who, by the way, last night uh, came into the living room. I was hanging out with, uh, with, with well, Keith for this story. And, uh, and then another friend of mine, Peter Charnoff, who used to be Alex's assistant. And uh, 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 Nick had had some dental work done. So, you know, you were there, Keith. Yeah. You would think, okay, I get the feeling, you know, you're not up to par. You, you go to your room, especially when you have to have the gauze in your mouth for an hour and a half during the night. Other than that, you're just dealing with the, you know, the pain of having a teeth, tooth removed. I get it. Uh, but then for a short period, you have to have gauze in there about an hour. He had to have some gauze in his mouth, which, by the way, I'm not even sure if that's true, that it's an hour. But I'm going with that it's an hour. I'll just go with it. Mm-hmm. You stay in your room during that period. Absolutely. The later, in most situations, people go, hey, where were you for an hour? I had some dental work done. You know, maybe you're a little soft-spoken because maybe you're not feeling well. It's not the end of the world, but the night after you have a tooth pulled, it fucking, it's like just pulling this thing from the bone of your mouth. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. I do understand. That's why I say that. I get it. So, but for, you know, that's why you, so I just hid. Hey, well, Todd, I was over at the house last night. You were there. What, I just stayed away because I had a, well, maybe you had a, something done, an operation. You didn't feel well. You had the flu. You just didn't want to go. He waits, walks into the living room, mm-hmm. sits down, and while we're all trying to have a conversation, he sits at the table trying to talk to us. Never mind, man, the time. Am I, Keith, am I exaggerating? No, no, no. It sounded like his wire was... His, we thought his jaw, jaw was, was wired, wired shut. shut. That's what everyone thought. So no one really wanted to say anything. Then when they found out, he comes back in, and a half an hour later, Danny, yeah. eating a donut with his mouth... Is what like like a like a bone constrictor? You know the way they supposedly can open up their mouths a hundred percent or whatever. With his eating donuts, he goes, "Oh, I just had to do." It. He was, and even Keith goes, "Wait a second. I felt so bad at first. Yeah, because you know what you think? His jaws wired shut. I really did. By the way, I, I really did think his jaw was wired shut. I thought I don't wait. And then remember, going, "Wait a second. You just had a tooth pulled. Why are you? What happened with your?" And then I remembered. He goes, "Well, I just had to have gauze in there for a while." I think that's like... Well, so, wait a minute. Let's slow down. How long did you think that his mouth was wired shut for? Look, I was, I was smoking last night, so it was like it took me 15 minutes marijuana to... Ex- or marijuana or tobacco? Okay. Yeah, tobacco makes me hallucinate. Well, if you smoke enough and tobacco that was rude, I'm sorry. Road, you, you're you right. Cut off the oxygen. You're absolutely your right. Go on. So, I, <laughs> so you're great. You're being so good, it's adorable. I'm telling you, I'm on my best... What am I wearing? It's a tuxedo jacket. a tuxedo, tuxedo jacket. jacket. Now, who wears tuxedo jackets? Can we go through You're it? You're right. Yeah. You're right. The very best of showbiz. Everybody. Not everybody. 
Yeah, I know. We don't. I think you're special. Yes. His album is called Some Kind of Who's in charge of research for the show? The guy with the laptop? Well, let me tell you something. Our, our guys do a, a very, very good job. Listen, I want you to... I Why want don't you... you while we're, while let t- us welcome We're here with Danny Naturally. Danny LaBelle, motherfucker. Yeah. It's Danny LaBelle. I'm here. It's Danny LaBelle. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Here with Danny LaBelle. Yeah. That's right. That's the way it is. Start a show. Yeah. By the way, that was a good show I did. Hold on, I have to turn everything off. Let me put the lights back on. Just when the music went, I hope it, people that are listening to it, it was as much fun for them. It was very fun. By the way, this is so hard. I can't find the the, switch, the switches. Now, I think I'm I, having a nervous breakdown. Can I ask? Are you the, Keith? You're the one in charge of research. No, no, you talk to me. No. Okay, I'm sorry. Keith does not. He has a, he's no, in a contract. Right, His name I'm is not Keith. It is Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes. I'm sorry, Mr. Glass, for now, the listen. show tonight. He asked me to George Carlin if we could call him Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes. Rambling Ricky Rhodes. And so I would appreciate if you'd. So Rambling Ricky Rhodes here. Is he in charge of the research? Well, uh, no, uh, uh, that was Joe. Lyricist Joe does the research, and he writes all the no, songs. Not for the songs. In There's general, no research. For the programming. What do you think we research? I say uh, get a song that's about the stepping in dog shit. That's right. the research. Well, can I give him a job, a task, while we're on the air here? Well, he. Can I be honest with you? To George Carlin, Keith has never sat behind the board tonight. Uh, so yeah, I'm not acting like it's a it's a shit, but Aristotle, it's Aristotle because I feel every time I'm here we put a lot on Aristotle. It's time to give him a no, break. No, I I want to rise to the occasion. What is it? And let me decide. Could, Can know, I get this stuff out of the way you know, that I, I want to talk I about? I think Clint Eastwood like cleaned up elephant shit, and that's how he got he got to be famous. He was in the circus. Yeah, but. And that's how he got. This could be his elephant. Shit. No, do you have elephant shit you need clean? Because we're not in that business. I'm just saying, like he wants to prove himself. He wants to move up. Let here. me ask what you got me. You 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 know how to suck people in. I'm obviously curious what it is. I need a little research done. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I want you to look up how much a three times extra large tuxedo jacket costs, and then you'll see what kind of respect I have for this show. <laughs> All right. And then come up with ten other comedians and photographs on Google Images that are wearing tuxedo jackets, and you'll see what kind of company I'm in. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. You deliver, motherfucker. I'm back, Todd. <laughs> and this time I'm serious. See, this is what I love about you. Danny, you are... So crazy, but you're so fucking funny. Go on. No, no, no. I'm very attentive. <laughs> well, because you know you, you're just you're Danny LaBelle, but this is you. Me. I love when you get into the bits, and I don't know where you're going. I'm thinking, what does he want with this research? And right, then you right, go, right. I want you to research. But listen, 
And if there's an opening, I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do better. Hold on. Where's my piece of paper? Okay, so let me get through this stuff real quick. Okay. And also, yeah, I, brought, fine, I, what we're I prepared doing, for the show today. I didn't just show up. I did a little research, and maybe later we'll get into it. Sure. I watched the entire interview you did with Norm MacDonald on Norm MacDonald oh. Live. I hope that that's okay to promote another show. Sure. Uh, I, I watched the entire thing, and I took notes on how okay. you could be a better guest next <laughs> time you're on the Norm MacDonald show. <laughs> So we'll get into okay, it. Okay. We'll get into it. Okay. All right. Please don't forget that. Matter of fact, if I had a pen, I'd write it down. But let me get through this real quick. So anyway, over the weekend, uh, we we shot camping with Todd, and it was we had uh, the guests were John Doerr, Eddie Pepitone, and uh, Zach Albanakis, who did not stay over, but he came by for about an hour and a half. Which All actually, white guys, but okay, it's okay. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know uh, our our band is ver- a lot of different people. Okay. Um, anyway, so Nick w- <laughs> Nick was there. Keith worked as a producer on the show. Now I'll reference you as Keith for this. So I want to say this really quick. So anyway, you know it was out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, we were camping, and there was not one light that served as light for the show Mm because there was cameras and stuff obviously what do you have to worry Uh, about um, a bunch of white guys nothing's gonna happen thank you go on uh so uh so um so so uh so there were no lights that were except for natural lighting like we used only torches that would used if you can't only lanterns so if you look the revenant oh hold on let me get this out because i'm passionate about this i I know yes go ahead were there there fireflies present no go on okay so so uh so it was just the set looked unbelievable, and, and we, we went there the night before, and we set it up, and everything happened when it, me and John and Eddie, John and Eddie got there right on time. What and was then, the setup time? And then Zach Alvinakis showed up right, right on time to I'm sit not, around I'm with us for an hour and a half. I'm not trying to off the thing. I'm just trying, so, to, I'm trying to really get in. No, let it, me get I'm, past okay, it, because I, I got I'm trying a, to, okay. you, you don't have to be sorry. You can do it, and then if I say no, well, you know. Then. But, you know. Maybe wh- I would have loved it. Who cares? I don't care that I'm vetoing A lot it. of your listeners don't know that I have a background as a painter. And when I hear a story, I look at it as a canvas, and I'm trying oh, to paint the picture. These, with, these, with very... They don't appreciate my story. You're the only one that does. Yeah, I like to, to really say, look, look. let's look, right, get for, into the know details. Know let's no. see a rich story. But not story. for this. Not What's for this. Setup Hello. How many Hello? people were involved? Don't turn. Were they not, union? Not anyway, for this. Okay, not for this. No, for another story down the road. We'll do your thing. Please. All right, so listen. You're fine. Uh, so here's the main thing that I want to say. So uh, uh, look, for the last thing that I shot over at Black Horse Motors, I did not. Well, the way everything went down, when I was actually shooting it, I was not relaxed. It just, a lot of things did not happen to when it finally got shot. I was the opposite of relaxed. The, same, the tranquil environment that we have on that podcast was completely different than when we went to shoot it. It and killed the energy, I'm, I think. It, it, it hurts it, right. but a lot of hard work went into it, and it looked amazing, and there were so many right things, but I wasn't relaxed. With all that went down, and this is the, what I was going to say to Keith, and I'm going to give him a very big compliment, uh, I, I, such a big compliment I not, might not be able to look at him. You see, you're moving um, up, Keith. Um, is that, that uh, so, obviously Scott Moran was, what would you say Scott Moran is? He's, he did everything. He, director. He, he's the director, yeah. right. And he wanted to do this two years ago on his own budget. This budget we got from Jash. What was the b- budget? I can't talk about it. Can you can do an over-under? 25000 Wow. Anyway, so, um, so, uh, That's a lot so. Of money. But it looked like we were camping. They didn't overproduce it. It was perfect, the fire. But here's the main thing. It help a lot we of let, minorities we, we with let, that money. We let, we let nope. camera people, uh, if, they, if a camera person got shot. Uh, Danny, come on. I'm sorry. This is no, one of those no, things. You're right. You're right. Uh, if a camera person uh, was in the shot, we didn't care. So it was, we know there's, we're not trying to hide that there's camera people there. Uh, and uh, I always felt like when you, I looked up at you guys, you were laughing. Exactly what's going to comfort me. And Keith... 
always was positive. I, hey, I'm sure there had to be times you were stressed out, but I never felt it a fucking second. You're always like positive. Sure, we'll get that done. And like, oh, yeah, that's no problem, Keith. I'm going to drive you crazy. You're like, no, you're not driving me crazy. That's what I'm here for. That fucking relaxes the shit out of me. And it was so appreciated because I felt relaxed, proving it's possible with all the chaos and all the dragging and all the shit that you guys might think didn't go right when we needed something. A lot fucking went right. The enough went right for me to be actually relaxed. With all that, you know, you're getting ready. But when we sat around that fire, we were sitting around a fire. I saw five or six people, a few with cameras or you or Scott. But you guys were laughing and it just didn't. I really forgot about it. I really got immersed in camping. So you were, because you you were in it. it. You didn't have all the, the distractions, the horrible yeah. showbiz distractions. No, it was great. It, it sounds was like so it's going to be a great product. All they did was one cheat, and even that I was okay with. They did it great. Behind one of the big tents, they put like a, like a light that lights up. You know, like when you go to the ocean and there's like uh, they want to light up the ocean mm-hmm. if they're at a restaurant. There's those vapor lights, these big. Yeah. They lit up the mountain behind us, but they hid that artificial looking light right. behind a big tent. Nobody fucking saw it. And but that, when you looked behind us, you saw the cliffs and the mountains. It looked like it could have been a street light, maybe from the distance. You couldn't tell what it was, but it added. So you're to very, the, very happy with how it came. I'm out. very happy. And it's John Dor, John Dor, Zach Galifianakis. Well, the, John Dor and Eddie were there all night. Zach, and Eddie, stopped, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, Eddie's Jewish, isn't he? Yes, he all was right. so, so you funny. Got, you got somebody in there. He was so funny, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Pepitone. And and then at the end of the night, can I tell you this? Yeah. And then we'll move on. At the end of the night. Um, at least one three mind. three musicians yeah. JJ Avina right Avina Avina yeah. and then Ethan Avina was vocals of uh, Ethan who plays guitar in the show a lot Ethan uh, he has a career outside of playing the guitar in the show but uh, he's really talented and then Goodies. and then Ethan Goodies. and then and then JJ on trumpet they came in at the end of the night when everything was over we're all sitting around the fire a crackling fire. Nobody had to do anything. We had all the bullshit out of the way. I didn't want. I don't think there's anything fun about watching people chop wood or make them set up their own tent. There, there is, but no, there isn't. You know what? The best part about camping, we we took off the bullshit you do. Wait, Here's wait, the way wait, I put wait, it. Can I? Can we take one moment on this? There's no. nothing fun about a man chopping wood or woman. Okay, you 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 could sell me on the uh, the the uh, the romance of it. Of course you can. I sure can. You can sell me on the romance of it. And but I, will I think when push comes to shove, yeah. if you got to your uh, Here's my theory on it. That camping is so amazing. The sleeping in the tent, the sitting around the fire is so, it really is special that it is worth all the other stuff. Some of it you might convince yourself, you're like, hey, look, there's probably a 5-10% of the world that genuinely like chopping the wood. I get that. But most people, the truth is they love being in the woods. There's no phone. There's no this. There's no TV. There's no nothing. There's a crackling fire. It's about as basic as it can get. That is so special that they put up with all the other stuff and do it. But I don't think if anyone went into a situation where all that other stuff was done and you go, wait, what do we have to do? Sit around the fire and whatever your medicine is, do it. And if that's the fire, that's fine. Uh, what about chopping wood? Everything's done. The chopping wood's done. Dinner. We're gonna, we already sort of pre-made dinner. You're going to sit around. We just throw these steaks on the grill, but they're already cooked, so we didn't really have to you know, worry about that shit. The potatoes were already pre-cooked. We just it. gave them the flavor of the earth. You wanted to eat the pizza. You didn't want to watch them make the pie. Thank you. Thank you. So well said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I tell you, I was going to bring it tonight. Thank you. 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 So anyway, I'm almost done. So Keith and Scott, like, I hope you were as happy with me as I was happy with you guys on my account because I'm in it. 
You said I'm almost done, like I'm the I one pressuring you. are the one making me feel good about myself. I'm, what did I say? I said, let's richen the story up a little bit. I Tell guess me what? They just the got back time. to me. This and that, you know? They looked up not one person on the internet wearing a tuxedo jacket at a podcast. So thank you. There you go. Thank you. That, if keep... that's not respect for you and your listeners, who I adore, by the way. Yes. Uh, not all of them. One guy I didn't like. But most of them I really like. You know what, Danny? You're right. Yes. You wore a tuxedo in here. Can I get a little reverb, please? Yes, Can please. I get a little reverb? <laughs> you, you come in here with a tuxedo jacket. Yes. Seriously, to George Carlin, you're wearing a tuxedo jacket. And this 100%. studio, with the, the, the crisp black jacket amongst the, the red curtain behind you, the bright red amongst the black is visually appealing. The drums are in the distance. The what? It's not black. It's a navy blue. With oh, black I'm so lapel. sorry. It's a little so more sorry. expensive that I'm way. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you're right. And you're right. So when you come in here tonight, I did something special for you. You see how it's dark in this room right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, Turn that light on over there. I'll turn it on. Guys, play Danny LaBelle in. Let's do this right. Let's do it right. Huh? What about that? time here tonight. Uh, so. uh, thank you very much. Thank you for the beautiful trumpets. I just want to say thank Lisa, you for the beautiful Dan, trumpets. Patrick, and uh, Kyle. I'm bringing back Jade, that no classy, Jane. classy uh, showbiz tonight. Stop, stop, I'm wearing a stop. Oh. I got one more thing I got to talk about. God. All right. Okay, ready? <laughs> Use the fuck out of it. I don't know what that means. I have used the fuck out of it, but I don't know what that means. Here's the last thing. <laughs> this is what he interrupts me for. It's a... <laughs> It says use the fuck out of it. What does that mean? Use the fuck out of Just it. Just use it a lot. I know what it means, but I don't know what, what, why, what story. Okay, here's the last thing, Danny, and then we go free form all night Again, long. I, don't, I, I say go as long as you want know, with the story. Don't feel on don't my feel account pressured. rushed. You're right. By I'm way, there, by the way. The lit mountain, the crackling fire, you and a few white friends, fine. And, uh, and you're sitting around. JJ plays get the trumpet. He's, he's black. Just promise me you'll have more Jews on the show. There's a lot of well, Jews. I'm Jewish. Keith is Jewish. Scott's Jewish. Everybody was Jewish. Well, Who cares? Religion is stupid. Is religion is stupid. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about religion. We could talk about the Jewish gene. Look, religion anyway, is stupid. On. I'm never I've never done anything as stupid as religion. I'm just uh, saying it's fucking idiots. I'm just religion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> you're setting your uh, <laughs> get it? That's my joke. Anyway, I listen. I'm just saying, what are we doing? I have a show to do. I forgot. Now listen, let me take control. <laughs> a diverse show is a good Hold on. All right, go on. Danny. Yeah. Stop. I have to treat you like a like a like a horse. No, 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 no. Danny, no. No, you don't. Danny, no. Honestly, you Danny, don't. no. Can Let I just, me fit, Danny? You no. You don't have to. Treat Danny, me like a horse. no, Danny. <laughs> no, Danny. Danny. <laughs> Seriously, Danny. Danny. Danny, sit. Danny. Danny. Oh, okay. Listen, this is true. I got a uh, Andrew. Andrew listens to the show. Sure, he does. Andrew, right? <laughs> Andrew. Okay, I've been, I've talked about a pop tart. His and and his girlfriend had a great question. She goes. Uh, by the way, I'm talking about taking a Pop-Tart. I say Pop-Tarts with ice cream, but I realized I was never specific. I had tried it a million ways how to do the Pop-Tart with the ice cream. And um, so here's what it is. First, you think, oh, you'll put the Pop-Tart in the toaster, and then when it comes out, you'll, you know, you'll have some ice cream out. Maybe you'll leave it out so it's soft. People might think it that far through, and then you spread it on the Pop-Tart. No. It was, by the time you started spreading it on the Pop-Tart, it was uh, already uh, melting it. 
And I, and then I thought lessen the amount of time that I put it in the toaster, warm it, but not as warm. Mm. And uh, it still started to melt. So then you cannot find square slabs of ice cream, like in square boxes. But Vaughn's for a while had them. So you get a box of vanilla ice cream or whatever ice cream you want. And you cut slabs. You know what I mean? Like picture yeah. a square ice cream. Foom, foom, foom. Put Do the you ice have cream. to make the knife warm? It, it, yeah, you can. Well, you should tell people that. <laughs> Well, you should make the knife warm. Go on. Dip yeah. it in. Dip it in hot water. Exactly. Good idea, Keith. Make them feel needed. Anyway, so, so I cut squares, and then I put them in the freezer on a plate. And my friends know. You just sort of say it a few times. This is how I ended up thinking it was the best to do it. Now, you can. It's pretty good, too. Take uh, the Pop-Tarts. Toast them. You would think, why toast them if you're going to freeze them? Because it still changes the consistency of them. Toast them. Make an ice cream sandwich and put it in the freezer. That is a way to do it. You can have a stack of them in the freezer. The ice cream, freeze the the pop Great. Whatever you said, I'm sure it was great. So anyway. um, So. so, so. You're not the only one with ideas here. You're right. So anyway. You understand? You could make them, put them in the freezer, and freeze them. Simple physics. But the best way to do it, and that's pretty good. You'll go. You'll get them out of the freezer. The Pop-Tart will still be sort of soft, even though it's frozen. So, but, but the way I like to do it, you just have the Pop-Tarts over near the toaster, and you get people understand it if you tell a few people, and then you just say, make your toast, make your Pop-Tart, put it on a plate, and then in the freezer I had a sign that said, ice cream for Pop-Tart, ice cream Chemistry sandwiches. And then they went over, they took a square slab, mm-hmm. they put it in between the two warm Pop-Tarts that they themselves just took out of the toaster, and once they go outside and they eat it, they're like, you got to go fucking do this. And someone goes, what? You go, there's, to- there's Pop-Tarts near the toaster, and there's ice cream squares in the freezer. Just make a Pop-Tart, go to the ice cream. And it's stupid good because it's hot, it's soft, it's sweet. The icing is smooth. And, by the way, Pop-Tarts should have double frosted Pop-Tarts. If Oreos thought to make double stuffed Oreos, everybody wants everything double. Hey, hey, I guarantee if Pop-Tart came out with double iced uh, 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 Pop-Tarts, they'd be fucking huge. I'm 100% with you right now. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so anyway, that's why they don't get soggy. Because girlfriend asks Andrew, Andrew's girlfriend, she goes, Does, wouldn't they get soggy? Yeah, if you, if you left them out. Oh, my God, I think his girlfriend is, has a screw loose. Think about that. If no, you, no, 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 no. I don't want to think about that. Well, think about it. I don't want to. Okay, look, let's play it out. I'm your, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your significant other. I want you to say this. I'm your significant other, and you're going to make ice cream sandwiches, like you heard on the Todd Glass show. Okay, sure. And you're going to make them, and then I'm your significant other. I come into the room, and then I, I say, oh, they're going to get. What would you say? I don't even have to role play it. So I come in the room. You're making ice cream sandwiches. You know, you're going to make them and put them in the freezer. And your significant other comes in and goes, um, "Hey, uh, by the way, you like how I say significant other? Because I'm so fucking progressive. Shove that up your dumb fucking heads." Anyway, oh, that's not a nice way to put it. You're right. People, you no, you're right. You're right. That progressiveness like, in a softer way to people. Because I'm being a dick with my progressiveness. You're not being nice. I'm not being nice. You're, you're right. Not you, being you, nice. If I'm so progressive, then why can't I be gentle? Why can't you be nice about it? If I'm so no, no, no. no you're right. Am I'm I right? right? If I'm so progressive, how come within that progressiveness and that intelligence it's I claim a, to have, there, I there can't was be a regressive, gentle? Progressive touch to the progressiveness was regressive. It was exactly. Yeah. If I'm so progressive, why can't I communicate in a mature fashion? Is that the question? No. It's well, what statement. is the question? Oh, it's, it's a, a statement. Because you're a fucking idiot. God. No, God, what? I'm not going to take this. Why? Because your behavior is abhorrent. You know you're right. Thank you. Go on. You're right. No, I do want to apologize. Thank you. But I do want to say this, Danny. About time. So I'm your significant other. All right. And, and I come in the kitchen. I go, oh, those ice cream I'm sandwiches making... you made, you're making them for a party. You're about ready to put them in the freezer. I, in, in this scenario, I'm making Pop-Tarts with ice cream for who? For myself? No, you're having a party. How you're many making people like are seven coming? A... <laughs> 
I'm a painter. Well, I, of course, now I want this painting to be over so quick that I'm going to lie about what I really said. It's one person. But uh, no, how many so people? So how many people are coming? I mean, you have to make 10, 15 ice cream sandwiches. For how many people? Are they each having one sandwich? No, or you one? don't have to make have one for everybody. Eat, Not everybody wants them. a lot them. of sandwiches? I said you're making 15 ice cream so sandwiches. So am I anticipating more than 15 people? Yeah, or am I you're anticipating 30, less than 15? 30. So there's a very good chance that a lot of people are going to come, and they're going to change their mind. They say, you know, when I talked to you earlier, I said I didn't want one. Now I see how good they look, and I want one. And now I'm a terrible host in your scenario. That's what I'm talking about, painting a picture. Wow. You br- you're they- right. What kind of host doesn't make enough food for the guests? La, 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 Aristotle's here tonight. That's why everything sounds all right. Let's take a little time and show a little respect to Aristotle. Let this song breathe. That's why everything sounds all right. He's behind a glass wall because he's a real producer. That's right. By the way, how about I clean that today? How goddamn good does that look? Looks great. Wow, that went off abruptly. Is that how that song ends? Yeah. Or did you just end it? So now I have a party uh, of 30 people coming, and I only have 15 ice cream me sandwiches. It's stressing me it's out. It's stressing me out, too. I well, didn't get any notice that, that I'm throwing I'm a big party ha- I'm not like going to have it. I'm right. not going to have so, so it. So you're right. Just, you're right. I'm it's sorry. It's just you and I, right? It's just you and I. And I'm making ice cream sandwiches on Pop-Tarts. Yeah, hey, significant other. Hey, significant other. How are you? I'm doing all right. Oh, you're, you're making a Pop-Tart uh, ice cream sandwich? Is that the thing you heard on the Todd Glass show? Yes. Isn't it going to get soggy? No. Why? Because I learned about it on the Todd Glass show. Hit me with that song again. Oh, can you say that again? We'll edit it in. Just say it again and we'll edit it in. And then right after he says it, you'll play. Pick one of the things. You'll, we'll let you choose. One of his songs. Whatever you think does it. We'll take that first one out. No one will ever hear of anything about it. We'll make you look good. Of course, right. I wouldn't leave that in. Of course. That'd be embarrassing. Please don't do that to me. Uh, no, no, I would never do that to you. No, no, that's in, it's a professional like when, guest. Well, people see you do that; it's nauseating. They're like, "Wait, they edit in better." So here we go. Say right, it again. Right, right. I'll just do a clean opening. Aristotle, take it from here. All right, good. Because I heard it on the Todd Glass show. Put the music in right now. No, no, don't say that. Why? Don't because I think I, it's better if the audience just hears it. We won't leave any well, of the sin. You know what? You. As a fellow professional, I respect your professional opinion. Okay, so you say it again, All and right. just come right in here, and Aristotle, just come in clean right here. Because I heard it on the Todd Glass show. Hit it. No, don't say hit it. I can't say anything? No, because don't you get it? I think part of the thing is that he was right there ready with it. All right, all right, right. Because I heard it on the Todd Glass show. I'm having issues over here. Oh, you're having no, issues? He doesn't even have it ready. Oh, wait, let's bring Because I didn't say hit it. Wait, hold on. We're having issues. That means I bring the lights back up in the house because you need issue lights. So what's going on? Well, I can't it's wait to right. see this Camp Todd, by the way. This sounds fantastic. It's gonna be, it's, it, it really is beautiful. Hey, uh, Nick, do you mind going over there and helping him? Or do you just want to sit there like a dumb pile of shit? I got to tell you, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm hearing... No, 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 I'm not going to... No, 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 no. This is... I filled in that hole. Oh, what? I, everything. Thank you, Dick. Everything sounds so Nick, good with say, that restart. You're, oh, you're appreciated. Okay, play it again. Okay. La, la, 
Okay, listen. Now let's Everything do, let's, do the, let's go back. We're going to have to take all this out. Edit in when you say your joke, and then we'll just play yeah. one of your jingles. So here we go. Okay. So just say it clean like you did it the first time. Because I heard it on the Todd Glass. No, no, go back a little further because we need to come in. I want to come in clean so it's well, not obvious. you have to say, well, how come you knew that it wouldn't be okay. soggy? Okay. Yeah. Significant other, how come isn't the ice cream sandwich going to get soggy? No. Why? Because I heard about it on the Todd Glass show. Oh. Aristotle. Look at him over there. No, you're going to play one of his jingles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. Is this a water tuxedo? Wow. No, 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 no. Listen, here we go. We'll edit all this out. Keith, none of this is going to be in there because we're just going to come in clean right here. Okay. (laughs) You know not really, right? You know all the things, right? Making the sound. Oh, okay. (laughs) Potato salad. Like you're listening in a bottle. And a one, and a well, two, that's not and even. a one, There's two, There's nothing to do three. with anything. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 hold on, but let him do it. So no, just yeah, here's basically, gotta, let me yeah. give him a direct. Go all the way back, and guys, let's really sell this like Ooh. it's funny. You know, like yeah. really not, because we've heard it a few times. We're going to go in so clean. no one to the listener. Right? No one will know anything. Picture you're driving in your car like the people that listen to our show. They drive, they do whatever they do. They do nice things. You right now, what, there's somebody what, looking at somebody's ass. You know what makes me a fantastic guest? Tom? Can I, What? I'm not just present as a guest. I'm also listening to the show in my headphones as I'm going. Wow. So I'm thinking like a listener and like a Can guest. Can I tell you something? I don't mean to burst your bubble. I think that's what everybody does. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so anyway, you just say, hey, aren't those ice cream sandwiches going to be soggy? Yeah, why? No, you have to say no. Oh, they're not, no. Uh, hey, let's come in just clean, right from yeah, here. Yeah, right. Hey, aren't those ice cream sandwiches going to... Can I tell you why this bit's not working? Because <laughs> they do have to be making more than one. Because she's thinking if they're out in a tray. Obviously, I'm defending her right now, God damn it. And I'm being totally serious. I'm being totally serious. Can I be- right now, hold on. No, Andrew's girlfriend's like, thank you. Yes, if there's a plate of them, which is what I think she thought. For one person, she would have gotten it that you're making an ice cream sandwich. You're going to eat it. She doesn't think it's going to get soggy. But if you're making seven of them and you're putting them out on a plate... That's what she's talking about. Now, I hate to defend her and then go turn around and also make fun of her a little bit. Uh, really, you didn't think he was going to throw the plate in the freezer? Huh? Andrew's girlfriend? But anyway, I love you both. and you're, I hope you're but laughing. That is working. Right I as, was listening as a listener also. You were? That's what I'm trying to tell I'm you. I'm pretty sure that's what everybody does. That's what I do. I, the, the way it sounded to me, How, what? it was fantastic. Oh, listen, these, this you, sheet is over. Are we still going to do the thing where I, you say, why are they soggy, and then... Well, yeah, I'd like to get a clean so in on yeah, that. Okay, cool. So just say, Aristotle, just basically go back 30 minutes, and we'll just take it from... We'll, we'll not leave this in. Are you worried that I might leave this whole thing in and you look pathetic? No. I, I, would would I, do I would never do that to you. I would never do that to you. Okay, so here we go. Let's do it again. Wait, here. aren't you afraid those ice cream... Let's maybe pretend it's a party. I have Because I want to service her right. All right. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Listen, uh, so... What? What is top? What was? The- Hello, operator. Nine one one. So here we go. So I'm going to come in. Uh, I'm gonna, it's a plate. In all fairness to uh, Andrew's girlfriend, it's a pl- you see a plate. I see a plate of them. Okay. Hey, are those ice cream uh, sandwiches? Aren't they going to go soggy? <laughs> Not these ice cream sandwiches, honey. Say, because I heard about it on the Todd Glass show. Oh, you're supposed to say why? Oh, you're right. By the way, I thought you were really. I thought Danny just do it, and then I made the mistake. Oh, if I could get up and come over there, I would. But unfortunately, I sawed my legs off last night as a dare from Nick. This Nick in the he room? said he'd go to Vaughn's and get me jelly beans if I sawed my legs off. Now I, don't I know, was hungry. I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true or if that's a bit. It's true. But, it's true. But if it is true, two potato salad. Look at me. There's blood spurting out of my legs. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's true. But, Danny, look at me. Danny, yeah, look I'm, at me. I'm looking come, at you. Pull this chair in of yours. Yeah. Come here. Turn around. Yeah. Because you get get something going over there. Okay. Uh, this is the this is the end of this. Now I want to look at you. Come okay. here. Pull your chair in. All right. Pull your chair. Pull yeah. your chair. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you're here. I can I sing you in. We haven't even started the show yet. I, I know. I do. We ever play this? This is the start of the show. It's our new jingle. Can you? Will you soak it in? I think you'll really Nick, like if, it. If this is true, you got to quit treating Todd like that. Listen. Just soak it in. So it's the new. This someone puts hard work into this. Listen to There's the words. A garden. There's a garden. What a garden! Only happy faces grew. Oh no no! It's the barnyard show. That that's the real one. Is there another one? By the way, it might not be on there. Barn polka. Yeah. Is there another one on there that's from the show? Okay, I, I want to concentrate. Hold on. This is for the show. Now listen to the words. I, is this it? No, I, I don't have. Okay. Oh, that was just the instrumental. When I all right, <laughs> look, I, I don't no, go. This go, is built to. By the way, you to, didn't do to break me. You down. didn't do anything wrong. No, the last no, thing I ever want to do on. is be difficult on this show. But what I'm going to ask you right now, very seriously, I want to find this. Is I th- when I, I immerse myself. I think in, he has it. When I immerse myself in music, and this goes for everyone here. Shut his mic off. L- play it out. Because I get in there, and oh, then well, I'm, we're gonna in, play I'm this in, one in the song. Okay, by the way, Danny, I love you. I love you, too. And I want the people... Sometimes people at home guess where we're at. We're fine. I get frustrated with you. I, I don't f- get frustrated with I you. I do with you, and then I but love I don't you, and you. then I love you so much, because right. I know once... We- <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, listen. Look a little. There's a barn. Danny has his eyes shut and he's really listening to George Carlin like nobody's ever listened. And they do a little show there. It was voted number one there. Oh, there's music and silly dancing and a lot of podcast people. This explains where we're at. The bells and whistles, the bubbles, lights, and smoke. When they hear Todd Glass do the intro, everybody's ready for the show. They want to hear their favorite guests do the bits they love the best. Then they hear a rumble on the drums. When that happy moment finally comes, all the joy the show will bring. For miles around, you'll hear them sing. It's the Todd Glass Show, broadcasting out of the barn. It's the Todd Glass Show, Chris Hardwick sounds the now that's a spicy podcast. Now that's a beautiful song, Todd. I listened to it. I, I did I give it my 100% focus? You sat here to George Carlin with your eyes shut 
At times, you looked like you were meditating. At times, it looked like you were counting music bars. Yeah, I was. I counted eight. Wow. You know your stuff. And I was conducting an orchestra playing that song in my head. You were? And I was also playing it on a keyboard simultaneously. Can I be... I saw you doing that, too. Can I be honest? I really... Not only do I want a band to be with me, that these guys know because they've heard me talk about it a million times, even if it's a three-piece band on the road just with me. I've got to do it a little bit in the last year, and I've loved it. A conductor, I would... Fucking love a real conductor where I would need him and he would know me and he would like be be great. And I love the look of a conductor because people have to stare at him and he stares at me and they stare at him. I want everybody nervous staring at me, waiting for some music cue I might need. By the way, I don't off stage, I'll fucking be the one cooking food for everybody. What I mean by that is I can't sing, but if I have five trained professionals that know their shit, hey, they know their shit more than I know my shit, and their goal is to try to let me. Do what I want to do. That's what I mean. Not like, oh, they'd all have to stare at me for my next command. That They would be like, yes, they would have to teach the musicians. We don't know what Todd's going to do. You look at me. I know him. I'll, I could fucking have some fun. I'm, by the way, I'm being totally serious. Off the air, we'll negotiate rates later because <laughs> I do some conducting. No, I don't know. But yeah, what are we going to, me and you are going to travel together? What, that's a bad idea? Well, okay, Danny, you think we'd get along? Of course, we'd get no, along. No, you drive me up the goddamn wall, and i drive you up the goddamn wall. First of all. And I love you. I have some of the top-of-the-line luggage. <laughs> it's a selling point. It's a selling point. Because the, I have those spherical wheels on the bottom of my luggage. Danny, that's not going to change so my opinion of traveling. In, in an airport. With, well, that is a good point. Now that I the think the bag it. moves at the same speed that I move. You understand that? Yes. And I'm able to. If I was going to score, very, very organized. If I was going to score, like our story, like this is me and you, like if it was a movie and they scored it and it's a montage of me and you uh, fighting, you know, fighting. Why would we be fighting so negative? I think we would be. Do you have this? First of all, I'd bring an assistant with me. Oh, you do? I noticed. It takes a lot of stress off of everything. Uh, What is her name? Or his. I can't see over that far. (laughs) Try that. That's Jimmy Uh, Jr. Jimmy Jr. Oh, that's your assistant? Yeah, I'm going to hire him. I spent a long time on the road. Oh, guess what? Guess what you just did? What? You're going to bring me. I want to drop that bit. People that listen to the podcast are like, Todd made an executive decision. I got an email from Ian. He sent me a picture of Liverpool Street. He goes, please have Danny do it, the bit. Now, you might think I'm forcing you to do it. I want you to do this. I don't care if you do it right now. Maybe you'll do it later. Maybe later. Yeah. But, uh... You were just three boys. You got, can I, can I boys. just, can I just do it right now? Just do it. Like, just Eddie Pepitone. Can I tell you something about Eddie Pepitone? And I'm going to talk you into doing Wait, this bit. before you tell me, is it something he would want you to tell me? Yeah, sure it is. Because I don't like... No, no, he would of, absolutely... Believe me, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Okay. Come on. All right. You're not Why like, would I tell you something that he told me in, per, in private? Here's a, here's a fact about me. am I, me. stupid? I own over 80 CDs, music wow. CDs. Okay. <laughs> I understand music. I'm a music connoisseur. Right. Okay. I'm not... No, no, no. Not 80 CDs. I own 80 music CDs. I also have some spoken word CDs. Okay, cool. That's cool. All right. Take what you will out of No, I'm being serious. I think that's cool. Take it for what it is. I I think that... I love reacting to any insane character. Totally genuine. Oh, no. That's cool. Because how would I treat someone like that in real life? I think I would be nice. I would, if I was at a party and someone said, I know a lot about music, I have over 80 CDs, and maybe I, they were just, they didn't have a problem, but I, I think I would go, 
I wouldn't go, 80 CDs. I would be like, oh, cool, 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 cool. I'd sure I'd tiptoe away after three seconds after that and find some fun <laughs> people. But uh, sure, I'd walk backwards and you know, cough a lot. But uh, <laughs> I, have them, I have them in nice. the jewel cases. And if the, if the case cracks, yeah. I get rid of the whole CD. Oh, really? Because that's how much respect can I, tell I you, have for music. Can I tell you, it was nice. I was in a relationship for a while. I'm not in it now. I'm sorry. We're, no, no, no. It's, everything is actually as good. as It's great. Is this, it's exactly where it should be. Does this be. lead into the story about Eddie Pepitone? N- oh, no. But okay, I just want to <laughs> put that on the back right. burner and You're tell right. you, out of respect Which, for Eddie, I don't want to... Let's finish because, Eddie's story. Because this is a, this is if a I finish Ed, if I finish exposure. If I know? finish Eddie's story, will you remind me to uh, tell the story that I was just no, going to no, tell? No, no, let's finish, because I won't forget that, because out of respect for Eddie, Eddie. who I have a lot of respect right. for, the only Jew that you booked on your show, Eddie Pepitone. Andy Kindler. It's questionable. Yeah, how about but, uh, uh, Harris Whittles? These guys were on the camping with Todd? No, no. <laughs> I didn't have it. I don't want Jews camping. Exactly. I'm it's kidding. A, it's no, a I'm kidding. Who gives show? a shit? You got to have juice. Okay, hold on. So well, anyway, tell me the, the story I'm telling. The point is, out of respect for Eddie Pepitone, who I have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for, I won't even tell you how much respect. A lot. Tell me later. I, I don't hear want it. his name getting cut out of the podcast when it's supposed to be airtime dedicated to him, because right. he could pick up a new fan off of this, Todd. Right. All so, right? what should I tell first? I have two stories. So, that are tell in the, the relationship thing, and I'll listen intently and professionally. What's and the relationship we'll, thing? I forgot. We'll it. Segue. You were in a relationship. It oh ended. yes. Yeah. And one of the things uh, you look, you'll get what I'm saying in the context uh, after like a year. Uh, I didn't really care. I don't care about CDs. So I heard someone talk about organization. They go, go through your CDs. If Everything's digital now. Mm-hmm. But if there's a few covers that mean something to you, then you, then you grab those. But other than that, you know, hey, you just go give them to charity, and, and that's the way. So uh, so I did. I went, and I don't like the, the cases with them in them, and they're just, I don't like, it's so, it's just clutter. And let me tell you something. It was that and all the DVDs to just be able to get, to get rid of them. Mm-hmm was cleansing in my head. It's not like we did it the first month afterwards, then I would be dealing with it. This was when things had settled, and they settled unbelievably, and were crazy amicable, and life because was great. Because they brought back and then memories I, of the relationship. No, the no, painful, no, painful no, memories. not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. That's not my point. My point was... Yeah, I don't think you like to get vulnerable. Oh, or, sure or I do. Emotional. I'll be totally... Am I ever, it's, like a lot of people, I get embarrassed of emotion? Yeah, but overwhelmingly? No, I'm... But any time we get real close, you hit me with a polka song. It's happened every time. No, no, yeah, no, yes, no, no, yes, no. Yes, yes, that yes, is yes. not true. So that you is tell, not me, true. tell me about this relationship. My relationship? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, and I'll be serious if you think I'm not afraid. The main thing about my relationship was, oh, well, if you're going to play a song, I'll have to talk about it later. <laughs> well, main thing, about a few years. But then uh, we had met. <laughs> Why is that so low? What's going on? Yeah, you gotta leave it loud over there. But then, uh, well, a relationship is a funny thing. You say uh, significant other, I doubt it. And that's the way oh, we, we would, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, the love that you, is coming. And that's, you know, just the way I feel. Hey, uh, by the way, you have a phone over there if you ever want to use it. You have a phone. Not net. Not uh, yet. Hello? Okay, right. so hold on. And then Eddie Pepper. <laughs> Who so, would have so thought you... I'd be the one to remember it? I remembered it. Yeah. As much as you talked about, maybe, maybe, oh, I love I gave him. you a lecture, maybe. You're right, on, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, when you're right, any, you're right. Can I tell you something? Eddie Pepitone might... is 
look, we, we look at him as a fellow comedian. Yes, and we do. But you know who? He, what he really is? He's he's a man trying to make it in this world like exactly. anybody else, and that is true. And he's got probably he's an got electric probably bill every electric month. Bill every month. And, yeah, I'm thinking like and, you and, hear me. And, and, and yeah, at the end of the, day, the end of the day, you don't give him the don't proper give him the airtime. Proper airtime. You don't pay the bills. You don't pay the bills. I'm with you. We're I mean, I'm one page. second we're behind you, so we're you got him. We're, we're on the same page. page. How about that? <laughs> no, you got to admit that's that's pretty good. That's that's. Courageous. Courageous. Two guys that can't fake that they're on the same page <laughs> at all. Like, listen, sure, we think alike. Watch this. Uh, think of a color. Purple. Purple. We're two people who are being interrogated. We have to lie. Let's be the worst. Uh, 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 quickly, what is his name? Wait, why am I doing that accent? <laughs> what is his name? I don't like this bit. What is his I don't name? like this bit. I don't like it where I have to edit it out, but I don't like it where I don't want to do it anymore. So yeah, cut it out already. You know what I like to do? I hope it's sometimes not I know what people need. Listen. Part of our concert From series. Hiding place, life was way too Winter. Much. It was loud and rough around the edge. I have all the lights so off and the, wall and the no uh, disco ball. Just hey, listen to the goddamn song. Die. I'm going to shut up. But a sight unseen, you were pulling strings. You had a different idea. Like a child, I was light and strong When my father lifted me up there Took me to a place where they checked my body My soul was floating in thin air I clung to the bed and I clung to the past I clung to the welcome darkness But at the end of the night, there's a green, green light Danny is so into it. I love it. He's acting like he's the conductor. Cut it up. I love that. Well, I enjoyed listening to that. I'm not going to lie to you. It was fantastic. To George Carlin. I it actually was, enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Can I also tell you what I was thinking? Am I enjoying it? Is everyone else is like, why is Todd playing the song in the middle of the podcast? That's to George Carlin what I really thought. But I thought, well, I'm enjoying it. I just like in the middle of nowhere to just hear a fun song and just enjoy it. Is that okay? I loved it. Thank you. You were really getting into it. You you were acting like you were directing the fifty piece orchestra, right? And not only that, and I was also doing? a happy go lucky drummer. Wow. <laughs> By the way, if I can I tell to you Kelly Carlin. Can, can I tell you? Here's what I realized. Yeah. When I act, I my I get nervous. Do I think in the right situation could I be a good actor? Yes. But part of acting is the audition process, and that's that's I can't act like that's you know I can't be like well it's not let's fair. Take it's totally. this, let's take this piecemeal. Hold on one second. The Let first me... thing you said what? needs to be addressed before you say another what damn is word. Could I act? No. 
What? Nervous. Well, shake those nerves right off, Todd. You're a big star. Look at you. I, <laughs> Take a step back. Can I? Can I? It's and not going to work. It's not going to work. Right. Work. I do a little motivating on the side too. If you do? Interested. Yeah. I negotiate a rate if you're interested. I oh, you see? Well, yeah. he actually helped me a lot. Yeah. Oh wait, you used him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him this job. Yeah. Do you mind? Actually do you mind if I do this point. now, Keith? If you don't want this, I want it. Keith. I know that you make these uh, uh, download these these uh, personal messages you leave for these guys to motivate them, and that's sure. part of your yeah, program is right. that they can put in an actual. Uh, they can download something uh, through, through your 50, website. 50 times throughout the yeah, day. but you will actually yeah, yeah, leave. Yeah. He yeah. will actually leave messages yeah. for you to motivate you. So there's one for Monday. There's one for Tuesday, and he does that for every single person that is in his program. That's right. Do you mind if I play the Monday night's one? Now, this is actually from you. So you wake up Monday morning and you'll play this. Can I don't mind. Go ahead. Can I play it? Play it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Roll it. So just uh, roll the clip. <laughs> Go ahead. Keith, it's Danny here. Hey, hey, Danny. What's no, up? no, he's leaving you. A, you're just listening to his motivational message. Oh, okay. Bye, Danny. He didn't realize. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't realize it was a message. He thought it was actually me. Sometimes I that so happens wanted to, me to talk to Danny, you but it's what? okay. How I'll about take, this? How about I'll, I'll this? take a voicemail. How about this? No, 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 no. You're right. Uh, you call him, he answers, and you do it every Monday. You call every one of your patients that you're that you're helping to motivate and get them out of a funk if they need it's it, or just give him because he thinks or, that it's a bit, but it, it is a bit. Or, but yeah. it's also, a or maybe thing. his day is going just great, and, and he also, needs, who doesn't need a little extra love? But you call him exactly. every Monday, so you let's mind, do it right now. Call him, answer the phone. I gotta, you don't mind if I try to make a little living, do you? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I want to tell the listeners of the Todd Glass Show, and I'm talking to you specifically right now. If you think I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to a different listener. I'm talking to you, the one listening right now. What do you say you to contact me? To you? Does you contact me, me, we negotiate a rate. I do this for you in real life. Oh, motivational. Yeah. I need to make a little money, Todd. Okay, well, let's see. What, let, you know what? I'll judge you by this okay, conversation you have with right. Keith. So hold on. This is How long ago was this, com- this conversation my, we're going to play? How long ago was it? That you had this conversation? A week ago. How long yeah, ago was it? Was it was about a week ago. And this is a conversation between the two of you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I've yeah. heard most of it, to be honest with you. So, but okay. let us, uh, go ahead. Hey, Danny, how's it going? No, let me start it. Oh, no, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's any reason he has to start it. It's so... It's based on the character is so he's so why why because you think in some minuscule way that that makes you the better then let me start it you're the professional right yeah I'll take it from here basically <laughs> let me start it's me so make, childish so unnecessary right but I love it okay right. so will you do it again yeah will you do it start again and then you say let me start it again that's how much yeah. I enjoy that <laughs> so do it again like Dan you start yeah. and then you you correct it hey Danny how's it going yeah let me start it. Okay. <laughs> hey, can I do this? I think you're going to like this, and I rarely do. You're going to hear mic noise, but everything's going to burn the mic. Okay, I know what I'm doing. No, I didn't. <laughs> I had the phone right over the fire. So hold on. Keith, talk. Okay. Keep talking. I'm Keith, and I'm talking right now, and uh, you're uh, trying to... Okay, try- go ahead. Try- yeah? Yeah. yeah? Yeah, like that. Is that good? Okay. Okay. 
Okay, we'll Perfect. talk. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Can you do it one more time? Can you start, yeah. and then you'll go let me start? Yeah. Can you just chastise him a little more? Can you say, yeah. like, you've been in the business a while? Yeah, sure, yeah. do you want to say? Yeah, Show yeah, some respect yeah. here. Okay, you're gonna you stretch that bit out a little bit more. Okay. Who the fuck are you talking to? A guy in a tuxedo you're jacket. Gonna, you give me a mission, I do it. Okay, go on. Okay. Yeah, go on. So uh, you're gonna really put him in his place. So Keith, you start, and you right. shouldn't. He puts you in your place. Okay, go ahead. Okay. This is that. Vo- oh, by the way, so this is the voice recording. Let's go back to the bit. Really sell it. Where I guess you call him up. And it wasn't you- necessary for me to swear at you. I apologize. Okay, it's okay. So uh, go ahead. Okay. Hey, Danny. Hey, let me let me start. Okay, Keith. I'm the one who's doing this, and I'm trying to I'm trying to build something here. Don't get in the way of that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Keith. No, more, more, more. You I, want me to really give it to you? enjoyment, I need you to really. You're an actor. You've been doing this. All right, here. Keith. Keith, listen to me. All right. All right. No, no, no. Let don't him get... start again. And I'm not just saying this to be, try okay. to be. I so, love yeah. the part where you go, let me start. It's so childish. Okay. In real life, you have to remember, yes, we're doing a bit. And we're sub-referencing the bit, obviously. So in the bit, it's that we're trying to really, the comedy originally originated when we were going to hear how Danny motivated this guy. But then in the bit uh, part of it, there has to be the start of the bit again. And in the bit, Danny is uh, thinking, hey, show a little respect. May- treat him. Yeah, you now, this to- is also a good segue to say uh, the comical at yahoo.com is my email address. A guy's got to make a little money. Yeah. And if you're interested in taking this to being more than a bit... I will make these phone calls to you. Cool. And what and about Eddie Pepitone? You think we forgot to tell that story about him? We're not going to forget. We're not going to. Because okay, go do the bit again. Keith, start again. Keith, start, start again. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Yeah, let me start, okay, Keith? Yeah. Don't get cocky and arrogant with me. You understand something? Okay, I'm, I'm going to interrupt motivated. again. I what? want you to be meaner. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I want you to be meaner. All right. And you're scared, and you don't interrupt him. I am scared. You're just you. You're and This is a big guy for some reason. Okay, here we go. You start. Hey, Danny. All right, listen to me, Keith, you two-timing pet shop weasel. I'm trying to tell you something. You let me start when I start a, a conversation. I'm a professional, damn it. You understand? Yeah. How's that? Good? Okay, now take Keep right. going. Okay. Hey, Keith, how are you, buddy? Oh, hey, Danny. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good, good. So, yeah. Just a really tough time. Is this, uh, is this phone on? How's the reverb? No, this is just YouTube. Oh, right, right. This right. is supposedly, I know you know. This is supposedly, we just, we happen to have a conversation. You know, this is what you do for people. So if you talk about, you oh, gotta, I'm great, okay. you got to make a living, I, I hope what we hear is you motivating someone in a positive way. I hope it sounds like this is someone I... You can if, write me at the comic yeah, if, our listeners, if you have li- any liquid cash. Hold on, if our listeners... They're gonna have. They're gonna listen to this call, and they're gonna decide: people Is this somebody money. that I would want to help me? They're gonna hear an actual call between the two of you. People are gonna decide. They're gonna go like, you know what? I Danny actually had some really good advice. So just play the call. I spent six hours on play Kickstarter the, the other night. Play people have money out there. All right. So really hey Keith, listen to me. You yeah. understand? Are you there? Yes, I understand. You need a little motivation today, or what? Yeah, I need a lot. All right, talk to me. Um, I just wake up and I just want to be buried in sand. No, stop. First of all, that's your first mistake, being wanting to be buried in sand. There's a lot of better things to be get buried in. Try to be good at this. I am good at this. What should I bury myself in? Jello. It's much nicer on the skin. Now, the real thing here, and I'm going to get really good at it right now. Pause it, pause it, pause it. What? I just want you to know, you guys are actually listening to a real call. Potato salad between, like, this is Danny <laughs> motivating... <laughs> him on the phone. So this is real. Like, you're getting to hear what you pay for. Yeah, so, it's so weird in this phone conversation that Todd Glass is able to, like, intervene in it. Well, we're playing it. Right, we're playing right, it on right. our show. You're, yeah. you're getting lost in the bit. 
we're, we're acting like for some reason we have one of these calls, like you brought it in, because you, you signed up for his motivational. So we got, like on Howard Stern, yeah. when they would be like, oh, we actually have that. Yeah. So this makes, it's not weird that I'm here. No, I, ha- I'm, I was just trying to make a joke, and it was bad. Well, it's not bad. It's, just it's not bad. Well, there not we bad. go. Let's talk about that. All right. There's no such thing as a bad joke. Yeah, I There's just... bad thoughts. <laughs> you understand that? So... I no, I was once like you. There's bad thoughts. You're right. I was once like you, and I wore a hoodie too. I think you're wearing a hoodie at home, are you? You don't need to hide underneath a hoodie, Keith. We work so hard to keep these bit real. In all this chaos, I love that you care enough to go because you're supposed to be talking to them on the phone. You go, you're wearing a hoodie. You're wearing a hoodie at home, right? Like just just to be trying to keep this bit alive. Right, right, and God right, right. bless you for doing it. Thank I'm going to let the bit continue. I'm like the judge of the bit. I, yeah. I hereby let this bit continue. Let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, okay. Can I tell you when you when this bit works, you're gonna get the when you get an award for this bit, and that might happen later. Then you're gonna go. I want to thank Todd Glass for sticking by this bit when a lot of other people in other podcasts would have made a, a little sly joke. Todd Glass, yeah. and during the podcast when we did that bit, it wasn't going too well, but Todd stuck by that and bit, and that bit, it, yeah. and that bit ended up being good. So back to the bit, I, and I appreciate back that. to the bit. All right. Can you do me a favor, though? And I'm not being an asshole. Can you start again? Because I love the part where you say, (laughs) let me. I know. We'll edit this out. They're not going to hear it. So just start again. And Eddie, can I make this time be a little nicer? I know it's weird, but I want you to be super nice. Like you're correct. Yeah, you're correcting him, but you're a loving person. Okay, so go ahead. Matter of fact, can I say something? You're a little yeah. too loving. Yeah. You're not. No, there's nothing yeah. weird or anything. Right. But you're no, not you're too. No one can be too loving. But you're just you're just a loving person. But but. You need to teach them right from wrong. And you just do it like the perfect fucking way. Okay, you start. And talk for like five seconds before you interrupt them. I really want them to get started. It's just Keith Lambert calling. Uh, hey, listen, Danny, let uh, me let Keith. Keith, are you all right, Keith? Yeah, you just kind of. You okay there on the phone? Now listen to me, pal. You sound like a jack-o'-lantern that's ready to pop. That's kind of how I feel. All right. When conversation starts, you let the guy who's a professional... Start the conversation. Oh my God. Now, Can I wait say a something? Minute. I wasn't done being nice. Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> You're probably wearing a hoodie today. Oh my God. How did you know that? He knows him so well. Because I care about you. And I want you to know something. I'm not the only one who cares about you. I was just at the grocery shop. And I spoke to the woman online in front of me, and I showed her pictures of you and told her your story. For at least five minutes there, she cared about you, too. Oh, my God. And that's the kind of thing that spreads. Now, she's going to take those pictures that I texted to her, and next wait. time she's somewhere, she's... <laughs> wait, you, wait, you texted her photo? It's none of your business, Keith. <laughs> 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 Love spreads it. <laughs> it's Danny LaBelle and the Tie Glass Show, America. That's right. We haven't even started. Well, I Danny LaBelle is on the Tie for someone else, but not for me.
You never know who's listening What's to this. What's that thing called where they play 24 second clips? Clamor? Okay, here we now, go. Now, I heard a guy at the gate. Play it again. I heard, Hold on. Okay. We'll edit all, all right. this out. All right. Just all bump, bump, bump together. And we'll use this as our clip for Clamor. I'll try to just go bump, 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 bump. Try. Try our hearts. These boots are made. What is the word? That's Nick. That's Nick coming into the living room the other night, literally. Todd, remember the time Nick, Keith not liking that is like the time I didn't like your banana drink and you got all pissed off. This comes from the Walk all over you. You. Listen. Alright, come on, but I don't want to do any editing. Alright. Um what you were for uh, I want to interview the Beatles now. I need This some comes of from it. a very reliable By the source, way, Todd. There's a guy I know who told me I'm not gonna say who he is, but that there's a niece of one of the guys who's an agent at the Gersh agency who listens to your show. Yeah, so what? So this you never a... know who's listening. Oh, because of the Beatles thing? No, not because of the Beatles thing, because Eddie Pepitone deserves the, oh. the, the, the airtime. And he could get signed at the Gersh Agency if this little girl Are says you with to the her, agency? The niece said, no, but you never know. They have a lot of opportunities at these big agencies. Okay, you're right. What was the story about Eddie they Pepitone? Got, they got big windows. What was stuff. the story about Eddie Pepitone? You had one. I don't remember what it was, to be honest. And you're right. I do remember we were going to... And didn't I say it wouldn't be fair to him? Was I going to talk about him on the pilot? On the camping it, it, with Todd? It, it could transform his whole career if he got represented at the Gersh Agency. He was great on the pilot. There was a bit where Eddie, were, here's what happened, okay. and it was it was the. It, uh, I will tell you this: the the one of the. Th- Look, I always feel like the ideas that I come up for Eddie Pepitone are uh, not as like so, I always. Sorry, wanna... sorry. Make eye contact when you talk to me. It's one of the notes I had about the Norm McDonald show. <laughs> he, he brought that up earlier. Yeah, when you when you talk to Norm, your eyes are wandering. Is that true? You, I have a whole bunch of notes. To George Garland? Yeah, yeah. You got I got a whole Jesus. bunch of notes. Well, here. hold on. Let me finish my story. Anyway, go on. And you're talking to me, eye contact. Let me finish the story, then we're going to take a break. Okay. We'll all get freshened up. And I don't think Norm appreciated it, but go on. No, shut (laughs) up. Anyway. Now I'm really curious, to be honest. To George Garland, I'm curious. Okay. But um, 
Uh, so anyway. <laughs> See, that's the you're your best right now. You know, <laughs> you're your best. I love it. Um, hold on. So, uh, Eddie Pepitone. Here was the funniest thing. So I got uh, Keith. Actually, got three uh, guitars. He got breakaway guitars. Keith, from who? Keith Give Blumberg. Gersh could be listening. Oh my God! Thank you for yes. saying that correctly. Yeah, he was. You I might told get you. Wrapped at the Gersh agency. If this little girl tells her uncle she likes. Okay, listen. Oh, she can say Keith. Keith. Listen. Who? You can so get he gets. I gotta four leave CAA. He gets four just cheap guitars. They're like 30 bucks each. We, we, we put them near the fire pit. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I thought the bit would be that John Doerr would act like he's one of those guys that's playing original songs near the campfire and Eddie mm-hmm. would break it. But instead, Eddie he just goes, John started just pulling out one of the guitars and strumming on it. Can I just it, say seriously, I love John Doerr. He's one of my absolute he's, the, he's So good. He's, 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 I love him. He's, he's, and he did my show Bookshelf last night at the Improv that I want to have you on. Let me and tell you something about it. John Doerr. John Doerr yeah. is... Everything I need out of a human being. He is silly. He's crass. He's sweet. He's kind. He's gentle. He's understanding. He's all great qualities, and he's fucking funny as a fuck. Now so he's who wouldn't want to be? At the who wouldn't want? Yeah, we we should send John Doerr to the Gershon. Who wouldn't want to be around that? I, I do. You I know? do too. Me and, too. Uh, so listen, he, was, yeah. he was phenomenal. So the anyway, bit is, go on. Uh, John starts strumming on the guitar, not singing, and, and I go, Eddie, just like Eddie, who? Pepitone. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> People are listening to the show. You could be giving people opportunities here. Yeah. Finally. You have a vehicle over Gersh here. Gersh Agency. You have a vehicle here. You're right. We need to represent the people on the show. Like, let people, they don't leave without forgetting their name, you know? So I'm available it. for representation. So listen. Anyway. So anyway, here, hold on. Let me get this out. So, so Eddie Pepitone. You, you love him so much. Let me tell the story. I do. The Bitter Buddha, fantastic Sure, movie. Bitter Buddha in ruins, both uh, the documentary we, directed by... We performed by together Stephen at the Fine Orlando... At the Steve, Orlando Stephen Fine Arts. This might be a nice plug. We performed together at the Orlando Indie Comedy Festival this year, Eddie and I. Fantastic. He's great. And Steve Fine Arts. Let me tell you something about Steve Fine Arts. Steve Fine Arts, if you're doing an hour special, you should be hiring Steve Fine Arts. What if you can't afford him? Well... I think you can. What, he works for nothing? No, no. But don't can I tell you something? Yeah. Can I tell you something? You, I, I also, I, I really do believe this. I also believe I'm in good hands too with uh, Scott, and I think Scott proved Scott it. Scott who? Moran. Thank you. Uh, I think he proved it on. First of all, I thought with no budget at all, no budget at all, I make all my assessments on Scott Moran, all my judgments, all my creative on 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 uh, on Modern Comedian because he did that with no money and it looked fucking great. So you go, what would someone, if they had a few cameras and they had a different type of budget, what's it going to look like? If, you had look- a, if, if I was motivating you, you'd have a budget. Something to think right, about. Listen. Go on. So anyway, so Eddie Pepitone is there and uh, you know, we, give him, we give John Doerr has the guitar and I go, Eddie, just like act like you've had it with him and you take the guitar and you just crash it. So Eddie goes, I- I'll-, I'll find the right spot. And you know what? We forgot about the bit and John is there with the guitar. We literally started talking about other stuff Okay, I want to tell you this in advance. Four times. We really did. I mean, you know, we all had some uh, juice in us. We all had some, uh, uh, you know, I had some fresh air in me. We, mm-hmm. we were there. We were, but like, you know, there were four times that, the, okay, so here what happened. So the guitar would be in. He'd be strumming it. He goes, I'll find the right place. 
I bet about seven minutes went by. We were really talking about other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, John Doerr would say something. And we'd forget that the bit was even locked and loaded. And Eddie would take the guitar out of him and goes, what kind of moron? And he starts, he runs over to the table and starts bashing it on the picnic table. And it is pure. And, of course, he's saying these things that I won't even try to remember because you can't. Because it's Eddie Pepitone. He's, he's saying prolific, these beautiful quotes of anger and frustration. And it's poetry. And it's beautiful. You can't try to repeat it. But if you know Eddie, you know what he was doing. And guess what? Sure enough, we put another guitar in John Doerr's hands. And I go, will you do that again? He goes, yeah, I'll just I'll do it when it's right. And again, you start talking. We're talking about these things. We start talking about uh, my, our favorite candy. And, uh, and then John Doerr goes, you know what I would like to do? Mix this candy with that candy. We forgot about the bit. He takes the guitar out of his hands. What type of guy says, do eat this candy and that candy? He starts crashing it and then does it a third time, the same thing, every time. So uh, funny. I love this story. I can't say that I 100% believe it because something about this doesn't ring true to me. There's no guitars. No. I just wanted Here's to be like If you had no budget, how'd you afford three guitars? Well, we had I'm a- listening intently. <laughs> now, that's why I said make eye contact. That's a good point. Well, well, Keith, answer that. Well, as line producer, I'd say we had budgeted the cheapest guitars that... Oh, I, I could possibly you did found. what? You did what? The cheapest guitars? Oh, I found the cheapest. No, 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 guitars. no. The way you said it the first time, we budgeted. We. How do bud- you budget something if you don't have a budget? <laughs> I rest my case. I rest my case. Your Honor. He, he does have a point. Oh my God! I know when so, I smell. You're right. I feel insignificant now. We didn't have a. I said, can I be honest? I don't mean to. I don't mean to, to shit all over your thing, but I think I might have said we didn't have a big budget. <laughs> Look at how we backpedal this. No, guy. well, I'm not backpedaling. We record the show so we could go back and it's listen. Like watching a man go down a hill backwards on a bicycle. Is that the, fun? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's tough. It's tough to watch. You can have an <laughs> When's the last time you had to watch that? I try to navigate my listen. Away from I want you to do something, so that you're going to do the bit. I don't look. The great thing about the show is we don't have to cleverly get into bits. I just want to get into the bit, and then you take it and you you just drag it on and and make it beautiful. You were four Beatles. You, let me explain to set this bit up. For did we finish the story? With yeah, Eddie yeah, Pepper? we did. Yeah, we did. Everybody, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Didn't but can we? we put a little? Yeah, can no, we yeah, say yeah. Yeah, we finished. Yeah, we finished it. Stephen Fine Arts. We've heard his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finished. So we put a little cherry on top, a bow tie, wrap it up real nicely with a nice little, uh, a nice little anecdote about Eddie. Oh, well, he uh, everything he ate, we he didn't like. He's like he's throwing it back. Was this a, was this real or comedy? I think it was. Uh, you know what I think is great about Eddie Pepitone? It was real. I think seventy five percent of what he does is real. But because every ounce of that human being is funny, he is lucky that he can tell the truth, complain, and still be fucking hilarious and charming. But I believe it was his food was getting ruined. He was hungry, and I had everything planned out so good. He doesn't know it. He's a vegan. Probably most places he goes, they don't really. Some people don't mm-hmm. respect it. I do. Can I tell I you? Do too. Can I tell you why? I wanted it to go so right because I wanted him to be in a situation where he ate vegan and someone thought about him and that was good. So we went to Whole Foods. We bought vegan sausage. We bought these vegan patties. And I said 
to Nick, I go, let's buy like over the amount because if we make four things for him and only one is good, he's got one good thing. What Maybe the it, patties get dry. Was it soy vegan or I don't know what the fuck it was. Protein. I went to Whole Foods and I asked ten people where their Next time vegan you go shit for, was. Go get, cursing Eddie get, Pepitone get, the whole time. Write this down, Todd. Get Beyond Meat. We didn't. I'm have, not going to buy it. Plant based. Right, listen, this protein. is over. This story is over. That is true. We didn't have the budget. Wait, for hold, Beyond Meat. We didn't have the budget for Beyond Meat. Listen. So listen. So. Then we get it all, we pre-cook <laughs> it, because I don't want to be around a fire worrying, like, if things cook. We made the baked potatoes, which is the way to camp. It pre-makes, pre-cooked stuff. You don't have to worry. So we, pre- we pre-cooked everything, except as vegan stuff, because we're like, it's vegetables. It'll probably, the time it takes the other stuff to heat up, it'll just cook. So I didn't know. And then things start burning. He goes, what am I, a second-class citizen? Just Disaster. sitting in the chair, sitting in the chair. Uh, you know, and then... Okay, so then eventually John Dore cut some of the burnt part off of his food. He goes, look, if you cut As the burnt part off, trying to yeah. make it look nice. Yeah, all right. And then he puts it on. We have a corn on the cob, which was perfectly cooked. And we had a baked, big baked potato. We sat at the Not table. Not oversell the size of the potato. No, the, table, the, <laughs> table, the table looked great. We, and we got everything on those metal plates. And we were sitting there. And John Dore was awesome. He was like making Eddie's food look nice for Eddie. Eddie slowly calmed down. He goes, well, this corn is pretty good. You know, he started mm-hmm. eating the corn. He was happy. We, I got him vegan butter. Put vegan butter all over. And you know what? The steak was a little dry. I've never done this before, but I'm glad I did. I looked over at John Dore. We had regular butter. I took the biggest slab of butter and slapped it on his steak and then into his baked potato. Just like the way you want it, but you don't do it because it's not healthy. And I appreciate your candor. And that butter started seeping into that steak and in the potato, of course. And then I put a little salt. I go, just trust me. He goes, do whatever you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I put a little salt. You know what? It made that steak fucking great. So we enjoyed the dinner, and we had great conversation. And Eddie Pepitone, well, I love Eddie Pepitone. I, I, think, he's a, uh, I think he's a saint. Now would be a good opportunity if you wanted to say something that just plant a seed into the minds of the industry people. You know what? If I was a manager, or, uh, well, he has, if I was an agent, yeah. if I was Steve Feinarts, I would, uh, read uh, more, I, would, I would sell my body to a, make another movie about him. Steve is an artist. We Steve Feinarts. Do you know Steve Feinarts? I met him, yeah. We want to talk about the people who spend time in the offices wearing suits, not as fancy as this tuxedo. Right. But these are the guys who, while you and I are sitting writing jokes, they're moving mountains, literally moving mountains. In what do you Hollywood. mean literally? What do you, mean? you don't mind on, if your stories the, are factual? On the sets of no, what type of shit stories do you tell? You bring me your shit stories? They're not actual mountains, Todd. This is Hollywood. Nothing's real. I think I got aggressive in that bit. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, it, it's good to talk about it. You want to talk to me? Well, yeah. Where are we at? What bit Pick are we the in? Phone. All right. Hold on. Hey, Danny. Todd, let me start. I apologize. <laughs> 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 It's so sick. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. This doesn't. Oh. So if I was. If I was. Okay. La la la. Aristotle's here tonight. Yeah. That's right. Aristotle. That's why everything sounds alright. I threw a message in a bottle. Boom. Producer Aristotle. That's why everything sounds all right. Yeah. We have a new, uh... Yeah? Let's start the show now. Okay. 
for the new opening. Let's do it. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. We hope you like it. It's a documentary each week about some people having fun for three hours. <laughs> Sit in. Headphones require a comedy podcast you can listen to. Todd Glass. When you talk, share it back to back with my parents. Thanks to help, I know. We can just go in the headsets. Todd Glass. Yeah, you're not listening to the words. You're not listening to the words. How many? I told well, you, I own, you I own 80 go. music CDs. I picked up on the tune right away, and I cued no, into it. No, you can't hear the words. You're just going. How about you? This guy puts a lot of thought into these words. Christine, I keep these jewel cases, and you change your tune in a moment. Listen, if you listen to the words, there's your name is in there. He mentions right? you. Yes, but this is your name, jingle, including my middle name. If you listen, yes. Why do you think I'm playing it? Because it's a jingle from five years ago where we made it for you. We made it for you. I wasn't sure I really wanted to tell people that. Play it from the beginning. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You have to do it. You have to do it. It's funny, right? Anyway. Danny LaBelle's our guest. Let's play him in professionally. That's right. Welcome. your headphones require a comedy podcast, you can listen to Todd Glass. Listen. Don't sing. Back to back with my parents seems to help I I didn't have your name. I just knew it would make you listen. No, you know what? I knew you, you know, didn't I have lying. it. I knew you were lying. First of all, I figured out you were full of shit before about the budget. But I knew you were lying about this, too. <laughs> and and okay. I listened out of respect because... I, what did I show up wearing here today? A tuxedo jacket. A tuxedo jacket. jacket. Okay, yeah. so the Beatles... Now, that's a guy who listens. I want to set this bit up right. You, before I, we get into the no, Beatles, no, no, what no. came before the Beatles? Elvis. And that's what the show is missing. You should have an intro from Elvis. Where's that... Uh, uh, don't we have something that's like... Uh, you put it on the board. It was like Elvis going... Uh, oh, yeah, Elvis. So you want have, me to do an Elvis intro for you? I don't know what... I'll do it. Here we I, go. I'll charge, but I'll do it. We is, can negotiate this. You, is, I think this is Elvis Presley. I don't know what... That's I never... I don't know. Elvis, I'm talking about. We're going down. We're going up, down, down, up you want a One night he got on heroin and he forgot the song. Listen to this. This is one night where he only he got stuck in the intro. You got me doing what you want me. Oh, baby, buddy, you want me to do. You got me 
Oh, no, never mind. I thought we looped it. Just let's enjoy it. You see, he doesn't mention your name at all. We need some. Here, I'll give you a piece. And this one's free, but if you want to hire me on as... Oh, you want to start it from the beginning? Yeah, well, no, just I'll just give you something. This is how the show should start. Okay. All right? Yeah. And this is free. You want an effect in your voice? A little bit, but not too much. Okay. Nothing embarrassing. So use the phone if you want a no. phone effect. You go like this. Glass. You hear how smooth that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom Glass. When you tune in to the show. You know, you're going to hear old Todd Glass. You might be I hear that. full of shit. <laughs> you might be lying pathologically. But I'll tell you one thing. Listen, i got to interrupt this song. Although He's I got love a it. very good disposition. disposition. I love the song. Disposition. I think you did a great job. But I want to just go back to not doing it. Um, okay, so listen. So the way you set this bit up, right. see, that's why I'm a good show because I know. You're a good I show. I know, I know, I know what I'm doing. So listen, the way we set this bit up last time, I was right. really fair, and I'm being too George Carlin. I'm being honest because I enjoy the bit this way because I know you, out of respect, are going to enjoy that I'm and saying. And out this. of respect, I Hold respect on. you. Go Thank ahead. you. So to George Carlin, your concern was you weren't really making fun of him because what are they supposed to do? You have to be modest. Even them being realistically <laughs> modest, right. it's so hard. We're just making fun of that they have to be. They, what are they going to say? Oh, yeah, that's us. So that's what makes me laugh is that we were just four boys. You know? I got an email from Paul McCartney. No, you I didn't. Did we oh. were just four boys. Do it. Do it right now. This is the only way to get you to do it. Remember last time you wouldn't do it? If you don't do it right now. No, no, no. I'll do it. I want it right now. But I want to know. I want it right I'm now. I'm burning my bridges with McCartney over Okay, there. I want it now. I and want I'll it now. I'll show you the email afterwards. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can read it. Yes, you can read it afterwards. You're going to look at the email. Not okay. on the air because it's private. Okay. But you're going to nope. say, holy shit. I don't give a shit. kidding. It could say, please, Danny, stop doing that. I want you to do it and now. Then, he does not listen to And then he showed up at the improv looking for me. He did show up at the improv one night to He was looking for me because of what I did on your show. No, he was. Yes, he was. What's he going to fight you in the playground? He said, where's Danny LaBelle? I need to have a word with him. He was <laughs> taking a piss out of me on the Todd Glass show. I didn't like him. I didn't like it. I thought he was on, but I didn't like it. And, and, and I feel bad for Jamie, who's the manager of the improv. Had because to he deal was, with him he and was shoo him all off. night long. He had to shoo him off. He goes, well, well this guy, I heard him. I heard- this is where is he? Oh, where oh, is he? Because on the podcast, you mentioned you're doing a show over at the, the improv. improv. So he went over Book to the shelf. improv? Yeah. Where is he? Come on, I know he's here, Jamie. Where is he? I don't he? know where he's at. I don't know where he's at. Look, Paul, I honestly don't no, know where he's at. No, no, just show me where he is. No one could say no to Paul McCartney. No one could say no to Paul McCartney. I don't know where he's at, I'll Paul. tell you something. I don't know where. I heard him on the Todd Glass show, yeah. I don't, yeah, no, I, don't that, yeah. You, I don't know what you hear. Yeah, I don't know what, what you hear. Doing. I don't know what you hear. He was on the Todd Glass show, Okay, yeah. what was he doing? And he was doing his funny little dislate and that. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, bibbly bobbly boo. And then he said, yeah. And then he goes, oh, it was four boys, four boys making fun of something I said, which wasn't very nice. And then I said, where is he? Come on. Where is he? I don't... I don't That's wrong. Where is he? He's dead. Where? I performed with Michael Jackson. 
Listen, Paul. I perform next. No, I don't like to where this bit's going. No, no, I'm no. bored. What, man, I have to be very honest, <laughs> and I need you to do exactly the way I want you to do it. You were really bored. No. Well, I, I'm so no, be much, honest with me. I'm so much wanting you. Look, because we have right to have now this. we got people from the Gersh agency. <laughs> We, Gersh, we have to be crazy. Not exactly I people, feel like we, I feel like tonight we developed this thing where we have to be incredibly honest with each other. Yeah. So I feel what's great about you. I, I mean, I'm burying my soul. Is that you? You are like Danny. You're a funny fuck. I believe. And it. then sometimes you get down a, a path, which maybe that's why you're a funny fuck. Maybe the price you pay sometimes for Danny LaBelle is that he's gone down a path you don't want, but he fucking commits. That would mean when it's funny, this motherfucker is going to deliver. So once in a while, when you're going down a path and I'm, maybe it's not my thing, I just aggressively come in there with claws out, which I've never done before, and go, no, this is the way we're doing the bit. You're, I'm going, and you're going to do it. And by the way, everyone's going to go, but Todd, that's not organic. But after you keep doing it, people are going to love it, just like they did last time. I agree with you. I agree with you, and I, and I trust where you're coming from. But here's the thing, Todd. I'm listening. It's the same attitude, which is what I believe, mm-hmm. pissed off Norm MacDonald when you did the Norm MacDonald no, Live Norm show. Loves it's in me. my notes. Okay, let me see what it because is. Because you pushed Don Rickles on him. Do you remember <gasps> no, that? I did not. Yes, you did. You said, oh, Don Rickles. He didn't want to talk about it. I could see it in his face, Todd. No, I don't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wait a second. That's right. You, you brought said- up. And, and, you and do have Norm a good... didn't want to talk about Don Rickles. Well, guess what? I did Ooh, that to annoy him. But you pushed his buttons I, a little bit. Of course, that's what I do. And then you did know you what? see the name of the show? Have you been invited back? Yes. Well, how come I haven't seen it up on the YouTube? Because I don't want to do it anymore. I don't believe you. Nope. I they think invited you haven't back gotten an invite. Three times I said, I'll see Norm at the Grove. Mm, I don't believe it. I don't need to be doing a <laughs> show. I'll hang out at the Grove. <laughs> at the <with> Grove? <laughs> Because is that crate and barrel? But so I have a whole list. Me of and notes. Norm, can I tell you a story about me and Norm? Norm loves this. We go to the Grove. If you say his we whole go, name, we go, go ahead. Norm McDonald. We go to the Grove. We go to Cracker Barrel. We sit down at one of their tables that they have set up, and we have lunch. No one ever stops us. That never happened. Yeah, the, the, yeah. There, there's yeah. there's not a Cracker Barrel at the Grove. Full of shit, this guy. Well, there was a Cracker and a barrel, <laughs> and we ate a Cracker on a barrel, is what I said. All right, listen. Um, I, I, now, a lot I, of, now okay, wait a minute. Okay, you said that we were going to be genuine for a minute. Yes. <laughs> now I want you to be honest. Yes. To George Carlin, yes. you, you, that's the most honest you get, correct? Yes. Have you ever been invited back to Norm Macdonald Live since your appearance? Yes. When? One time, and I couldn't do it because I was on the road. <laughs> Where were you? That was so important. You couldn't <laughs> well, go not, to I, show. I could, to be honest with you, anywhere. No, I don't, that's not an insult to him. They don't expect you to get on a plane in Chicago or Florida when the nor- when that show would call you because they had producers on that show. Uh, they would call you. They understood. Oh, you're on the road. They don't. You don't you even fi- remember. Don't make you feel you guilty. You don't even remember where you were. But had you been at Norm's, we'd remember that. You know, you're right. I should have canceled my trip can- because that's rip- nothing. It's not memorable. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. I mean, don't shut up. Just let me say shut. Up. You're right. I we would have had Can a I documented you what you do? You experience. Tricked me. You tricked me into getting into these debates that you don't even really need. <laughs> and now I'm learning you so well. All right. That's why I go lovingly. All right. All right but, shut but, up. All right, now, listen. You were just four boys. Now, you guys are an amazing musician. <laughs> just say, we're four you, boys. We, 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 I'll do it for you for a second, then no, we'll go back. No. No, I want it forever. Because you kept pushing Norm's buttons the whole time okay, you were there. No, you can talk about that later. Bringing up that story again and again. This could be another. And he tried to do jokes with you at the end of the show, and you wouldn't do it. You're teetering. Teetering. You like, know what? Don't say it on air because the people at Gersh might be listening. 
I already see where you're going. teetering on a on a on a I bad grade. It's, it's danger, dangerous. We're judging your whole performance here. I'm trying to give. I thought you were this gonna... girl. I have this comes from a credible source. No, I won't. I'm gonna. This do girl's 13 in, years old, and she has you, the ear of a. Of until a you make me laugh. All right, go. Now on. you put down yourself in a hole. Okay. Yeah. And, no, and no, Aristotle's gonna like this. I'll dig it out until you do it. Until you do it. All right, all right. I'll do it right now. Now now, now you got to dig yourself. I'll do it right now. No, no. Now you're going to have to dig yourself out of a hole because I'm not going to laugh right away because now I'm like a mad kid. So I'm going to sit back, fold my arms, and wait until you can do it. I cannot tell you that this is exactly what you did on the Norm MacDonald show. Okay, go ahead. And this is, this is, I have a whole list here. I'm going to pull my phone up. It's just too perfect the way that it's set up. I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to do it. I want to please you. I want to give you what you want for your audience. And they're good people. They're American, hardworking people, some of them in Europe. Shout out to Europe. I, I, this is going to take only two minutes for the phone to load. So if we can. I'm glad I brought this bit up right now. You know why? Because he can't try any shit. If I would have waited to the end of the show, I would have exhausted. But now we're going to do this bit. I do. By the way, that's what I was going to say. I remember the Eddie Pepitone story. Finally. Eddie does, I to George Carr, and I'm being honest, yeah. when you ask Eddie to do a bit or James Adomian, they do it, and so do I. If it's a weird circumstance, I won't, but if somebody loves one of my bits, I do it. That's the story I was going to say about Eddie, that I love being around him because Fantastic. when you throw a bit at him, he fucking does it, even if we're not do, recording something. Sounds like a good so truth, now, truth. cut to you sitting here begging you to do this bit, and the last time you wouldn't do the bit. So I thought... And I'm I, definitely going to do it this time. No, but now, I'm now, now, I'm not going to... By the way, I was almost going to do this a second ago. I will still love you. I'm going to sit back. I don't want you... Whatever I'm going to do, but I'm not going to talk, or nobody in here to, is going to talk, to George Carlin until he does the bit and we start giggling. But it's not going to be like we're not – he can reference us. We're going to be quiet. If he wants to talk for 30 minutes and whatever he wants to do, but we're not going to do anything until he does that bit for us. And he would just – okay, so here we go. Harasses the guest. All right. <clears throat> we were just four boys. It was just four of us, all right? All four boys from Liverpool. And we didn't know anything. We were just, you know, we were just learning as we went, you know? And then what happened was we got a call, and somebody says, I love the way you hit the little diddle deuce on the thing. And I said, oh, that? What's that supposed to be, right? And he says, I think it's music, right? So I said... I don't know. I don't know if it's music. I don't know what music is. It's that Paul McCartney, Keith always has to be, like, modest. He can't yeah. say, he goes, oh, just four boys with a piano. We didn't know. You know. Well, so then I'm always... <laughs> yeah, so he can't go, yes, we... What, you know, when did, make you, a know, big deal when out did of... you know... Hold on. When did you know that you had something? I still don't know, Todd. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> always hanging out with Mick. Jagger, that is, you know. He's from another band. I don't know if you heard of him. There has to be a point when you realize you have had some amount of success and left your imprint on this world. I don't know. I don't know, because I was sitting with him and he said, oh, Paul, you know, we're really influenced by what you did and what we did. And I said, I don't know. What did I do? I really thought he meant that I was vacuuming my house really thoroughly. (laughs) That's something I've been doing. And I acknowledge it, you know. But then but you do realize yeah. you have a body of work that has left an imprint of positive we, words to this world. See, I song. don't know. 
I don't know about that, you know. Some days I wake up and uh, turn on the TV, right? And then I'll see me on TV, right? Yeah. And I say, when did I even film that? Now he's just got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That guy's probably in better shape and feels good. A sound of mine is, a, I guarantee you, a, a 30 or a 40-year-old. Sullivan? That guy takes care of himself. No, uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> From what Sullivan I understand. I don't, I'm don't. i not friends I with him. I, uh, Paul F. Tompkins told me. <laughs> I put him under the bus. Listen, yeah. thank you for doing How that. Do it again. All right, but what do you mean? You, you had to. I gave you what you want. No, you, no, you no. Give me what I want. No. Nope. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Now okay. I want to talk to you seriously about this situation because I I watched the entire interview you did on Norm McDonald live oh, no. and I loved it. I happen to be a big fan of Norm. I'm so exhausted from getting ready also, to hear your criticism, but I'm going to listen. I'm also a big fan of yours, Todd. Okay, I know. So and I believe me. in you. And I, I hate to ask this. No, no, no. Is this true? Everything you're saying to potato course. salad? Of course, it's true. To potato salad. I'm looking at you. I'm looking out for you. All right. Why? What did I do wrong on the show? All right. Here's the thing. You wrote down notes? Not just me. Three senior citizens, friends of mine and me. We watched it together. Why would you do that to, to me watching the Norm MacDonald show? I don't understand why I need to be judged by three senior citizens. Seriously. And you. How does that help me? I have to do my... What do you... I don't even know if I want to hear are, this. These are seasoned guys. <laughs> no, I can't. Sorry, I can't <laughs> I can't listen These to... These are seasoned veterans, Todd. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. I can't sit here and listen to advice the senior citizens give me. Comedically, but I'm not going to listen. These are guys who have seen more than you've ever seen. They were in Normandy, Todd. You brought letters with you from these guys? I brought letters. Some, some letters from these guys. Oh, my God. I hear the crackling of the paper. Let me read you this. Let me read you what this guy said. This you is, know why you heard the crackling? This is from a guy named Irvine. You know why you heard the crackling of the or paper? Irvin. I don't know how he pronounces it. Because... Irvin. Irvin. And I want to say something. Hold on before I let you finish this bit. And we're all over the place. Irvine. I'm talking. Um, we're all over the place. But I want to say that uh, Rambling Ricky Rhodes is, will be performing next week in Anaheim at the stadium. Rambling Ricky Rhodes will be playing the sounds of the Todd Glass show live. At a, at a, he does like a thing with an orchestra. Come out and get your dicks up. Now, this is a real show. <laughs> this is a real show. That's why. It's a real show. Sure, it's a real show. It's a real show. All right. Okay, so I want to hear these criticisms. So this comes from a guy named Irvin. Irvin Cohen. So we we watch the whole the whole Norm McDonald live. It's a video podcast. It's the future. Get with it. All right. I was talking about that. Now I'm talking about something completely different. That's why I wrote this song. So this comes from a guy named Irving Cohen. I'll tell you what I want to do. Yeah? These notes that I get. <laughs> I want to take a break first. And then we're going to we'll get a drink. We'll, 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 some of us have to pee. Not me, but I know Keith does. That's why I'm, he's been raising his hand. And, Is that right? Yeah. I'm thirsty more than I'm I thirsty, am. too. So here's what we're going to do to go to break. We're going to play. We can have some pretzels. No, I, I had some. I know how to go to break. Well, I know what people like. We're going to break. You want something like that? How about this? We'll be back with Danny LaBelle. You're going to like the way he looks. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a fun night, right? 
Sure. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. Well, that's not professional to play that. I, I, I don't think we should be playing that anymore, to be honest. I think we're... Uh, let me hear it again. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. No, I like it. I don't like it. It could like cost it him work. <laughs> Everything's... N- what work's going to cost him? Where do you think he's trying to get a job? He wants to play that at the Starbucks? As his ringtone? You think he wants to be... You act like he's at Starbucks and it's his ringtone. And then every time when he's, you know, he's walking around, his, ring, his phone rings and everybody hears this. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. No, it's just, it's just for the show. He could be up for a big job and they find out about this, Todd. Keep your eye on the ball. Well, what am I supposed to do with this jingle? Throw it out? Get, chuck it out. Get rid of it quicker than you can possibly... Don't play it again. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true... No, pro- no, 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 this isn't right. I just had a vision while I was listening to it that oh. a big executive was going to try and hire him for a show on NBC. And then they heard this, and then they, they cut him right out because it's not family-friendly, Todd. La, 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 Aristotle's here tonight. Yeah, yeah, Aristotle. That's why everything sounds all right. That's why you You take a bath from the model. You take... Are you a movie? Are you a music producer? Aren't you? I do that for a negotiable fee. Yeah. No, I remember another friend of yours was a music producer. Remember? Oh yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. What was his name? <laughs> remember you did it? It was like you're talking about my friend Harry Shalom. No, you were bragging. Yeah, he said he had three tour buses. He was totally full. This guy, I didn't know if I believed him all the time. Harry Shalom. Let me talk to him. I'll get him on the line. Hold on. Oh, you're gonna literally call him? Can I talk to him? Yeah, sure. I'll put him on with you. Oh, this is good. Just hold your phone to the, uh... This better be good. What is it? Who's there? Is this you, LaBelle? Hey, what's up? It's Todd. Who's Todd? Who is this? It's Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Wait, I got lost in this bit. Oh, who, who Are is you this? calling me? Hold on. Get out of the bit to George Carlin. Who's on second. the line? Get out of the bit to George Carlin for a second. What is the bit? I like the bit. I'm going to get to talk to this well, guy. I, I called him. And then he, he, Harry he couldn't figure out who it was. Harry oh, you, you dialed him? So I'm not talking to him. You are. Well, I handed you the phone. Oh, okay. well, it didn't seem like it. Well, I handed you the I phone. I don't remember you ever doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sticking to my guns on this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I'm being serious. I don't remember. Right. I think you might be full of shit. You go, of course, don't you? I, I put him on the phone with you. No, Sound I'm gonna, familiar, I'm gonna, anyone? Like I'm the go- guy with no budget? <laughs> I'm going to re-listen to the show. And if it just sounds like you, I, it could have been. Then I could be listening <clears> to it, and I could be wrong, by the way. I hope I'm not going to be re-banned from the show. No, People no, don't no. Know I was blacklisted. No, you were In the Hollywood blacklist no, no, of the Todd Glass show. Okay, so listen. And now I've been promised a permanent position here. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I didn't say you get a permanent position. We'll see who the guest is next Wait, week. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's I not me. I want to be really clear with this. We're not Hollywood producer. No. Uh, you wear many pants, Mr. Glass. No, you're yes, not going to be do. here next week because we don't have any guests back every week. So I don't know what you were promised. That's not what I was told in my contract that I signed that okay, got me to come back on the show no today. There's no contract, Danny. This is a podcast. That's not what I signed. 
This was an exclusivity contract. You said that I was going to be the one and only guest on the show. No. Yes. No, yes. we have different guests every week. I, I wouldn't have just devoted have that much time to Eddie Pepitone if I knew this was my only chance. Why don't you go open up your own podcast? And the people that love you can go listen to you. I head. have my own podcast. What's it called? You really want me to plug it? Sure, I don't mind. But I'm really going to do it. Okay. Are you bored in the car? Are you looking for something to listen to? Come on! Tune into the Daniel Bell Show. I got two fantastic podcasts ready for you to listen to. Big, big stars. Todd Glass, Mark Marin, the other guy. They all did the show. <laughs> the other guy? Modern Day Philosophers and the Mostly Bull Market. Available on iTunes for zero money down. Go get them right now. Fantastic listening experiences. Never be bored again. All right, let's go back to it. Oh, my God. Do another ad for uh, your podcast. You're driving around. You, you have these Are you jogging in the park? <laughs> Maybe you're jogging in the park. Whoa, it's boring. You're exercising. If only there was something that could take your mind off it. Now there is. You can tune in to Danny LaBelle's one of the two fantastic podcasts brought to you every week for absolutely free on the iTunes store. Listen to Modern Day Philosophers, guys talking about stuff all the time, and also listen to the Mostly Bull Market. That's the a ad different you mind, run? a different guy, a different ad. person. And I mean, then you can, can I ask you a question, uh, Danny? You yeah. ever watch QVC? We, me and me and uh, Chelsea Peretti have this thing where, like, she's great at it. I've tried doing what it. What a name, can, name dropper. Well, there. because I have to. So you take an item and you act like you're on QVC. Like, let's say it was this. Um, uh, is she going to be the guest next week? It's this glass. I just wonder if I'm being set up. No, there's no, no. Hold on. No, hold on. Let me drink. Hold what on, do hold you, on. Do you know about this, Keith? Surely so you look, know you about just take this glass and I, you're selling it on QVC. Okay. How, I bet you're pretty good at this. You oh, just yeah. got to talk about it. For 20 minutes. Look at this glass. It's no, fantastic. No, no, oh, not no, like no. that. Not it's like QVC. No. It's like, oh, this glass. glass is beautiful. Oh, I'm sorry. You wanted to do it's it. crested. These are beautiful glasses. These are not. You're trying to sell. You know how they have to take yeah, anything yeah. on QVC yeah. and they have to talk about it for 10 minutes. Right, right, right. And they have to just think, I bought six of them. They make up shit to say. How? Right. What could, you're on the show. You're hired. What are you going to do? It's, it's cut, just cut to you after. Uh, by the way, they go to commercial. It is a commercial. Right. They literally go, we'll be back after this. What are you going to do? Show a sitcom? <laughs> what are you talking about? Go up, right, they right. convince people that that's a show. Oh, no, that's a cooking show. No, they're they, selling they you a, dishes, you dumb a, fuck. They did a fantastic And that's not film. very nice. They did a fantastic film with Jennifer Lawrence. Did you see it? Who did? Joy. Joy. They they really showed the ins and outs of the whole QVC world. Yeah, they really... What, that it's dishonest? Well, don't give it away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think people should know going in that they're going to go see something about QVC. Why? What's it called? Tell me, tell me. Well, it's called Joy. But all right, I'll do the thing. No, no, no. I want to hear about it first. It's interesting. Yeah, because that, that... You know what I said? I'll tell you why I'm interested. No, no, Dan. Go on. No, I'm because listening. I said, you know, they're not just exaggerating over there. They're, there's something evil I'm about gonna, what they do. First of all, do. I'm going to put this clock away. So we, no, we no, 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 I do. Okay, no, so I... why? Is there something that they uncover that it's like, because I do think it's evil. I think it's like really, they're just, it's just all, and I thought, ah, it seems harmless. Well, the but show then I just think got it's not harmless. Serious. You know, I try to keep it comedy, but. It's, it's not harmless right. what they do. You this were, has now it's, become it's, a serious interview. It's lying, Here, and, and, and shopping is a compulsion for certain there's people. There's two things. I wanna, and they're I lying, and it's bullshit. God, and I want to do this, and I want to tell them all about it. And you saw the film, Keith, and, and, and we both have this knowledge. But why, 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 
Let's see if Keith is sharp right now. Can we put him to hold the on, test? Hold on. What Let's exactly are, are we talking about again? Let's see. Just making sure. Why would I not want to tell Todd what? Because I want to give him what he wants. I want to deliver. Because I've been blacklisted here before. Yeah. And it, and it hurt. Same thing happened to Jackie Mason on the Ed Sullivan Good. show. Good. Happened to me here. Now, you tell me if you could figure out why I might not want to give him what he wants right now. Not tell What him. do I want? He wants information about the film. Which film again? Joy. And, and why shouldn't I give him? Why shouldn't I? Let's see how sharp you are. Go ahead, Keith. We'll see if the light bulb's turned on up there. Take your time. Go on. I don't know. Why wouldn't Why I want to sh- tell him about this film? Go on. Because it's not good. Because he didn't pay the $10 or whatever the hell it costs to see the film in the movies like you and I did. That is true. A lot of people put money and time and sweat and energy. He's sitting around the campfire with zero bundles of freaking lie. But the point is, he understands how much energy goes into a thing. Now, I'm supposed to not only tell him, but his entire audience for free so they don't go see the film. So that people who work very hard, not just the script writers, not just the musicians, not just everybody behind the scenes holding up boom mics, their arms are getting tired, but I'm supposed to do this? The guy who's running around getting everybody coffee? There's somebody else who's, who's got a clipboard, and they say, oh, look at this, look at this thing you got to do on the clipboard, look at this. And then this guy, he wakes up at 6 a.m., sometimes at 5.30 a.m., and he's got to get to work, and they got to put a movie together. And then there's editors, and then there's guys yell at the editors. That's not a correct edit. That doesn't seem... Consistency, consistency. That doesn't feel right to me. And then, and then they put the whole thing together. And there's a marketing team. There's a marketing team that has to push the movie on billboards, on buses, on the sides of the, the freaking benches, and everything that went into the whole thing. You want me to give it away for free? For free? You're right. No, so, no, no, I'm not just going to sit here and tell you about the movie Joy. You're right. Can you tell me a little? No. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think that you would enjoy it. Well, maybe I would. How do you guys know? What, what is the big deal about this okay, movie? Okay. For crying out loud, you could get it in a red box for a dollar. Now, All right, you're Support right. the actors a you're little right. bit. Now, to the point, I once tried to watch Mad Max with Todd, and two minutes in, he was like, this is too much for me. Yeah. It's too much. A lot's too much. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. What's this? Four boys. <laughs> so you had to know you had something on your hands, though. When did you no. know you wrote were writing songs that meant something? Well, that's a really good question, Todd. You know, um, I want to say I never really knew. You know. What happened was there was a little ditty that we did call yesterday. I don't know if you heard it. It was pretty popular. Um, and um, originally I was going to call it tomorrow, you know, <laughs> because um, I'm always thinking to the future, you know. I don't like to look back at the past, you know. But um, I don't know, you know, just the way the human brain works is um, I thought, well, yesterday. Because the day I was going to do it tomorrow passed. And then, then <laughs> that day turned out to be yesterday. When did you know? And then I, I now here's the thing. I didn't know anybody was going to connect to yesterday. I thought for sure tomorrow. So it's just a matter of dumb luck, you know? It's dumb when luck. did you realize people knew you all around the world? Well, if I'm being really honest, right now. When you <laughs> said that. that I mean, that, I don't even <laughs> believe it, you know? I want to say I believe 
here's the thing. I was playing for 50,000 people. And you have to think to yourself, uh, you know, this is a in long... In Russia. A, and you have to say to yourself on stage at a time like that, I've had a long career, and I am, you know, I, I believe my stamp on the music industry. And you're still 40, You know, I still later. feel like it's not, like, it's not certain, you know. When Mozart was a, a little boy, um, I, I don't think that for sure he knew what was going to happen with his music. And I feel like I'm a little boy, too, you know. Oh. Yeah, I'm just one of four. Oh. That's right. I've changed my interview style. <laughs> no, but, uh, but, uh, but uh, here's uh, the uh, thing. Uh, here's the thing, Todd, yes. and, it's, and it's pretty important. What was it, three boys? No, there was four of us. Four, oh, there were four, four boys. boys. It was me. There was a, a, a kid named John, John Lennon. And, <laughs> uh, and then there was a guy named George, just a little childhood friend of mine who knew how to pluck the strings on an old guitar. And then there was... Uh, how did you, little boy named Ringo? How did you write yesterday? What did you do? So that's the thing. I didn't even really write it. You know, it kind of wrote itself, and that's why I don't take any credit. If something writes itself, what? if something writes itself, then how can I take credit? <laughs> He's so modest. You know, I can't He's take so, credit if something well, writes you itself. Did. When you say can you, can wrote you take itself, credit you... if a wheel rolls down a mountain? <laughs> So when you say <laughs> yesterday wrote itself, you did have to sit down with a notepad. No, really. The notepad wrote itself. <laughs> times even, well, times you, were different. You do have it to was re- a very different What about the, the musical, the music? What the, music? The, the, the musical, the, 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 uh, the, the music. Sometimes, the, all right. The accompanying of the, the song. If you want the real truth, all right? Here's what I'm going to tell you. You wrote my, my wrist, I have a very rare condition, and I've never talked about it. Oh. My wrist. Did you talk go, about this on Mark Marin yet, or is it first here? It's first here. Oh, this could help me. My wrists went numb. Oh, what? When I was a, when I was just a little boy. Oh. My wrists went numb. I just throw <laughs> my hands down on keys and it makes a nice sound. I don't know why. I can't even my I can't even feel my fingers. I just my my hands feel like two pieces of meat attached to my arm. <laughs> and I just slap them down on a keyboard and then whatever happens happens. I can't take credit for that. So, you know, it's just like, blah, blum, blum. And then, you know, people say, oh, that's really pretty. I just. That's really nice. I like that. I like that. That's nice. But I don't know what I'm doing, really, if I'm being honest. My hands feel like two slabs of meat. I just bang them down. I have a, a, I don't know. I have a letter here no, from a guy named me. Irvine. Oh, yeah, let's go back to that. We finish our bit. So Eddie Pepitone, we talked about him. We talked about him a little. I wouldn't have given him so now, much I don't want time pe- if I didn't know that I was going to be here next week. This is a real letter, but you can tell because if you listen closely, you can hear the paper crinkling. Yeah. Now, you should write into Oh, the it's sh- a real show. Can I have a moment with your listeners without you here? Well, just take my headphones off. Just take them off. Okay, I'll still hear you, to be honest. Yeah. I don't want to be dishonest. Well, just put your hands over your ears. And All right. You talk. want to just talk to them? Yeah. Okay. This is an intimate moment with the listeners. If you're fans of the Todd Glass Show, and I am, we all are. We love Todd. We love him dearly. Write in and tell him you want to hear more Danny Lobel in the show. First of all, I could use it. It could be an income boost. I don't know. There's a lot of important people out there that listen to this thing. But also, I think he needs to hear from you. Join the Danny Lobel fan club. And if you do this and you copy me on the email, do the BCC, the blind CC, so he can't see that I'm copied in on the email, 
I'm going to send you a collectible pin in the mail. <laughs> so that's between us. That's a, that's oh, a sincere up. agreement. <laughs> All right. We'll bring Todd back. That's between us. No, go longer. I, want you. I, I had to go inside to go to the bathroom. No, I'm not here. You have all this time. Okay. Keep asking for things. <laughs> I'm going to pay the shipping and handling anywhere within the uh, continental United States and Canada. And uh, I will send you a collectible pin with a handwritten thank you note if you blind CC me on the email. I want to be blind CC'd on the email to Todd Glass right into the Todd Glass Show P.O. Box. So, or, or what's the email? Hold on. Uh, hey, Todd. I'm back. What's your email address? 904044. Write in and say you want to hear more of Danny LaBelle. Well, Danny, and, yes, you could start. A, uh, maybe they could start a Twitter page, the Danny LaBelle Fan Club. I think I should be the permanent guest on this show. Well, I can't do that. I think you've gotten obsessed with, with other the, people. I need to just have you. That's the biggest mistake. No. Keith, lift your mic up. Because you don't need other people. There you go. Todd, name another person. George, George, George. <laughs> See, he, he's not good at it in general. Yeah, it's hard. Here's the thing. Name Keith, somebody. Said, name somebody. A fake name. What's your fake name? <laughs> Johnny LaBoo It's Sounds hard. a lot like that LaBelle slipped in. Sounds a lot yeah. like LaBelle somebody Daniel LaBoo to... I forgot he sounds, was Sounds like uh, somebody <laughs> wants to hear Daniel more of me Daniel LaBoo like here's, here's the thing uh, Keith What Todd forgets is that I can do Ooh, over 50 different voices Oh I didn't know you Really? Did. I come in every week I'll come in every week Hold on I'm listening now Same Danny But you have to prove you can listen Danny You have to prove you can listen I thought you weren't here anymore no, I've You're been, back. I've been, okay. no I, in the bit I went somewhere, but in real life I was sitting here. <laughs> oh, sorry. So anyway, Aristotle to George Carlin had a problem with his car, so Triple A just got here, so he left. And whenever he leaves, the Nick is, is Nick's, uh, uh, went to eat. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, uh, Aristotle is dealing with his car, just Triple A, you know, probably just fixing a flat. No big so deal. No, big de- no, it isn't a big deal. He's and they fine. can do the trip advisor thing. They can so do a trip tick. He left the studio, so it feels like... Aristotle's going, we could do whatever we want. I know, right? Except we don't And I have a letter here that I was going to read to you from this very nice gentleman. Can I give it the proper intro that it deserves? Can I give it the proper intro? Nick, how many many guests come in wearing a tuxedo jacket? How about a little on the trumpets to introduce this letter, this bit we never did? No, let the, let the other trumpets lead. And then you'll go in. That's a salute to this bit.
I think I might have gotten a little out of control. <laughs> I think it, there has to be a show. Wow. It's like, that's what I'm doing. I was, comp- I was a little out of control. Like, well, at one point, I have to go, what are we doing? We're just, you know. Because Aristotle I was left, having a good could, time. You thought you could you know do what whatever that, you want. I get it, I, and I can, and I was having fun, so fuck it. All right, uh, let me read, let's read these letters. Can I ask you a question? Well, I'd like Do to you re- think people would treat you the same if you didn't have any top teeth? No, they, <laughs> unfortunately, they probably wouldn't. That's why people that happens and they don't have good health insurance, it's hard. It's a, it's a hard life. Because it's, 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 so what, they know it. So the fact that you have top teeth, you'd say it's a matter of respect for the people around you? No, it has nothing to do with respect. It has to do with having money. Well, why why don't you just knock them all out right now? I didn't. I was being gentle and kind and understanding that not having your top teeth is hard because some people will make judgments on you that probably aren't always true. I hear that, but I'm saying you take care of your teeth. You're brushing them every night, I assume, right? No, I, lo- I take shitty care of my teeth, and a lot of them are fake. Cause I just so never why bother? Why bother having them? Well, I have my real teeth. I just well, no, I have a, I have some. Uh, what do they call? I'm uh, trying to make a point, and I see. What, what do they you're call doing? it when they take out your tooth? And, a crown. Yeah, I have Todd a is crowns. doing this thing. I call it instigating. He's trying to instigate. No, are you being serious? I'm to George to, Carlin. I'm trying to make a point. I love this term with you. To George Carlin, are you being serious? To Kelly Carlin? No, I'm trying to tell you something right it's now. Kelly Carlin. That's, That's his daughter. George's very talented daughter. I'm yeah. Sorry. You stupid idiot. You're lucky Aristotle's not here. I'd have him edited it out. And I also use many different Carlins. To Brenda Carlin, his late wife. Uh, to Pat Carlin, his brother. Hey, guess what? We're going in for the clothes. Oh. Well, listen, I'm, I, I want to make a point. Sure. I came in here tonight with a tuxedo jacket on. You know, I do believe That's my equivalent of having a top row of teeth for you right now. Do you <laughs> understand? It's respect for the people around me. Danny. I'm going to read you this letter from Irvine Cohen. Oh, yeah. Now, this is because... How, how did he end up seeing my... Uh, Appearance of Norm Macdonald. So I sit down with three elderly gentlemen every oh. week. and Because we... my comedy is not meant for 90-year-old people. I'm just, I'll listen to what you have to write. Todd, what are you saying? Your comedy is not meant for 90-year-old Comedy is a universal thing. No, You're supposed that... to make everybody laugh. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's not oh, this true. This is Todd. He goes up in a comedy club. This joke is for this guy, that well, guy, this now guy. Now you're making a parody oh, this of is it. A, oh, this joke is not for you, now ma'am. We no. don't like women over here. What no. is this? No, you're blowing it out of don't proportion. Don't tell me it's not for 90. They need a laugh, too. They need a laugh they maybe do, more than they're... anybody. Look, if you're listening, because I'm, I'm not going to just talk and you talk and I talk, but we don't listen. No, I'm listening. If you think I'm not listening, then I'll you tell me. I'm tuned to your frequency. Because I can tell, you know how you can tell someone's listening? They react to what you say instead of just saying the next thing that they want to say. So I you're do, saying I that I'm that not mistake. listening? I make the same mistake sometimes. I'm just trying to keep us both on track. Do you think I'm off track? I think that uh, you, you may be. No. I'm right on track. Okay, you're right on track. I believe you now. And, and I, I make, think he's on track. And I'm making okay, eye contact. Okay. Locked okay. and loaded, Todd. We're locked and loaded. Go Todd, ahead. Todd, just say it. What? Say Todd, it. Todd, just say it. What, what are we doing? I forgot. You were, we're going to explain to me clothes. why 90-year-old no, men, you're, oh. you're, why your comedy is okay, not yes, for them. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so com- if you just, just let me go. <laughs> comedy, yes, could there be a 90-year-old that likes me? Yes, of course. But in, the, in comedy, sometimes you make an educated guess, and most 90-year-olds, I'm not going to be their thing. Who is their thing? All right, they love me. You're right. I'll go. No, do... you know because it's sometimes no, you're right. sometimes because on I can these get podcasts, jobs at old age homes. You know, at, sometimes at these podcasts, they like to hear a little bit of what they call inside baseball, but inside comedy. You know, 
They want to know a little bit about the method. Don't you for think comedians? You know what you would do if you were nice and young? You would go over and fool around with some of them. I bet they'd love it. With who? Some woman or some man that's in there. Probably he still knows. Like you, if you could go in there, you'd be a piece of meat to some of these people. They'd that's love called it. infidelity, Todd. Well, you're married. You get. You know, I'm talking about the single people. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm telling you. I'm kidding. Half serious. That's All serious. I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> We're talking about the greatest generation. These are guys who put their life on the line so that you could have freedom. And don't you think the least you could do is try and make them laugh? You're right. They're in the twilight of their life. You're right. Life. When you're right, you're right, you're right. You really agree? When you're right, you're right. You really agree with me. I really brought you around to my point. Sure. Okay. Sure you did. So okay. these are notes from a guy named Irving. All right, let me hear the letter. And is this real? Of course it's real. Okay, let me hear it. <laughs> so these are notes. It's not a I letter. I know. Read them. The first oh, they're note. just random notes? Yeah, because we sat there, the th- three old men and I, we sat there, we watched. <laughs> All right, the, I get it. I and they kept it. making me pause it and rewind By the it. way, when I did the Norm MacDonald show, I didn't think someone was going to be reviewing it and writing notes about it. But that's okay. I, I understand. That's what I, you do. I have you these lie. guys for friends of mine. This was a favor to you. <laughs> I have them look at, at friends of mine and say, how can I help these guys out? Because they're smart guys. Okay. They've been through it. I'm not. Hey, look, if, if it was Carl Reiner, I would be, have a nervous breakdown. You think Carl Reiner has time to sit and no, meticulously go through the whole I'm not ageist. It has nothing to do with age. If somebody that I thought was into comedy it was, was 100, I would bow to them and, and be lucky that I could get uh, their opinion on okay. comedy. Well, We're talking about someone in an old age home that it, it doesn't really get comedy. No, okay. I don't want to, you know, you want work. A little, you're really pushing me for this, but you want to know what Irvine did in his life? What? Well, he's still alive, but yes. he was a, one of the original executives of Bloomingdale's. Okay, well, that's a crazy... All right, so that's a people-person position, right? <laughs> well, I don't know if it makes... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it makes him know a lot about comedy. Look, I'm not mad at this guy in the old age home, Danny. I'm just saying I made. I'm not. If he's loving my act, I, I love that he is. Well, I'm not going to say he loves it. Well, now but the what? thing I do as as a favor for friends of mine. Okay, I let me it, hear his advice. I, look, I want to. Can I'm you gonna, just read I'm, it? Yes, I'm going to read it. It's annoying. But I just want to say you've come a long way in comedy. I have, and I'm proud of you. And so Thank are the you. other guys. So is Thank Irvine. you very much. I do appreciate that. And we had this conversation, the three we of did, us, we the did. four of us. Sure, we did. But the. I, they, we want to see you get to the next level. That's true. Let we me hear. See you an- Let me just hear norm. some honest advice. I'm not going to judge. Okay. Here's what All right. I'm, I'm promising okay, here you we one go. thing. You read them one after another. I don't stop you and go, what? Okay, you so can't. we're going to read them no. and discuss them. Here's no, the no, first no. Note. We're not going to discuss them. Just okay, read we, them. The first I'll go note, to the bottom. Todd could have done with tucking his shirt in. <laughs> I got to laugh, Danny. That's... From, it's, does Irving listen to this show? It's a professional. That's adorable. It's a matter of professionalism. That's adorable, but no, to it, it's not. It's, first of all, it's not all right. the style. It's like I'm not even being, it's ridiculous. Talk to your shirt. And if he was here, I would hug his hand and give him a hug and go, thank you. I'd be, of course, I'd be cool. I hope, yeah. Because right. from, there was a time when that would be very good advice. It's not like he's crazy. He's just from a different time. He's still a good person. I'd be like, cool. I'd make, be very nice. And I'd be like, oh, thanks a lot, you know. He but did na- this but he now, now he doesn't listen to the show. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm reacting honestly. Like, no, tucking my shirt and I would do it to appease him. It's not actually a good piece of advice. So I let said, read the other. Right, and I, I said I wasn't going to okay, comment, right. but I feel like I did. I just, it's hard for me not to. But the rest of them, I'm just going to just read them. I'm not going to comment. Here's what an, another Honest. one. He says, um, ask Todd if he sent a thank you note after the interview. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to answer, but no, I didn't send a thank you note, but I think I texted him and said, 
Hey, that was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you. He Look, this comes from Irvine. Take it or leave it. But he All said right. a thank you note goes a long way. I think a thank you text. He might not be aware of texting. I, you know what? I said I wasn't going to say anything. I'm not. All right. I'm not going to say anything. I know what you think. It's like I say I'm not going to say anything, but you got to admit on this one I kept it shorter. Done. He says you sway around a lot in the chair. I listen. Do you do that? I'm, I'm just listening. Well, that's what he said. He said you sway around a bit too much in the chair. And uh, and he exp- this isn't in his notes, but he explains. Oh, because the chairs moved on the show. Yeah, he said. <laughs> and it's I did a, sway it's around. A, a lot. It's a little distracting, and and it's a little unprofessional. Okay, you're right. I'm not. A, I'm not a little kid. That one I'll appreciate. And this one we went over a little bit, but it says it three times in capital letters. Oh, he sounds like very aggressive. Eye contact. <laughs> eye contact. Eye contact. All right, I look at. He said, right, let me show see your it. Host, I don't believe if you're telling me the respect, truth. It says, Look at he, he has a his stationery is his monogrammed, and it does say eye contact, <laughs> eye contact, eye contact. Wow. Sell that glass, I hope Shoppers Network. Take us in for the close. When I sit at the Thanksgiving table with my family. Can I be the person that bullshits with you? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I want to do it for a minute and then fall out if I don't want to do it anymore. All right. Okay. So these glasses are just great with the holiday coming up. This is a nice, clean, really simple but elegant glass. And look at when I hold it up on an angle. Look at the way the light hits the glass. It shimmers like it's almost crystal, but it's clean. And it's such a clean line that it throws across the table. And what's really nice about these glasses is that they are machine washable. You can put them in the dishwasher. I put them in. I load it up. I put the dishwashing fluid in there. You close it. They come out. They're sparkling. They don't get the coating that some of the other glasses get. There is a clear coat on these glasses. Yeah. There's a clear coat. It's called a poxithinin. It's a very hard word to say, but it actually makes, you know, they know shit, too much shit. <laughs> yeah. And and they put this on yeah. these glasses, and it leaves it so it will not get those glasses. You know, I always think, is my dishwasher broke? Is they, they Here's what they do. They start listing every problem you have. You start thinking, does my kitchen need to be enlarged? You do won't want it to be. Do I need an exterminator? You won't. When you now, use this glass, you're not going to want a bigger kitchen. I promise you everything. Here's something I want you to do, Todd. And I think you're going to find this fascinating. Feel the weight of this glass. Let me just touch just that. Just feel the That's weight of that in your hand. Wow. It's so light. Wow. That when you fill that it with is liquid, li- you're not That's... holding the glass it and almost, the liquid. It, it almost, when you put it in my hand there, uh, Danny, and my hand almost went up instead of down. Now try to cra- crack it in your hand. Try well, I'll try it. my... Uh, it doesn't break. Wow. Hold on. I just... threw one of these at my wife's head. It bounced right off. Nothing happened to the glass. You're, that is a solid. Wow. Look at it's that. Fantastic. We're banging that right on the table. And that's a wood table because at QVC, <laughs> it's the only type they have because yeah. they're from the old days when they used to lug those tables out here. And we're really banging this. Okay, it did crack. No, it didn't. <laughs> we have a joke. We have a sense of humor. And by the way, they have a show. There's some. If you go QVC, there's a person on a ladder. They're all right. Mm-hmm. But the ladder falls. Nobody ran. Like, they kept thinking they had to. It, it's, keep talking. Keep talking. There's, it's, a, it's like. Is that mindset over there of people that are, like, so scripted that, yeah, they think they could get fired maybe. Like, would they get yelled at if they ran over to someone just fell on a ladder? All I can tell you is you got to see and pay to see the movie Joy. I will. Aristotle, is everything all right? We're going in for the close. Now, a lot of glasses don't fit in the whole family's hand. 
This glass is engineered, perfectly designed. That you you might have some kids, little kids, mm-hmm. and and it's got a nice grip on it the glass. It does. It has a good grip. It's like a just a nice glass, but still has a lot of style, but still family friendly. It's something you could use for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or just having a glass of lemonade. Sometimes I like to do late at night and put a little uh, Jack Daniels in there and I'm a bike it in. I got some fucking shit problems you won't believe. But He's these glasses, the yeah. these glasses are just. Unbelievable! You put a drink, you put a shot of liquor in there at the end of a hard day. You get those round ice cubes, which we'll be talking about later in the next hour. Now this is something and I you really... put a round ice cube yeah. in that glass with a shot of whiskey, two shots of whiskey. Do me three, do me four, until it you know I numbs really, some really of my wanna, problems. I away. really want to stress what Todd is saying. What if that here? was two people and they really went nuts? But go ahead, <laughs> and, and, and Danny. I want to reiterate. And Danny, you love the glass itself. I love the glass, and, and you the you bought a hundred of them. Look at the circumference of you the of the. You can't top of get a glass with a circumference like that that is going to be a glass that still has style, that still has class, but a drinking lip that is big enough to take a drink of water that fulfills you. These I, glasses are going to do. And it. I'm telling you, for the holidays, I know Todd wanted to push it for everyday use. And the I holiday, think that's great. any but day for the holidays. Is there any better compliment to to, to a holiday? meal than a glass like this and look at how it pours into any angle of your mouth Uh, you could get it right into the side i set the table with six of those people came over they said is there a wedding i said is there a wedding they thought it was so fancy that the table must have been set for a wedding these are nice glasses they have style they have what was it it was just a barbecue and i put some (laughs) six glasses out on the back table and my neighbor came over and thought there was a wedding. That's how elegant these glasses are. Look and at he's them not shimmer. Lying Look at them you. shine. I was they're, there. They are just soft enough and just harsh enough, and they are just. They try to list everything. They are. This vacuum comes in. Now they come in fun colors. They're really appealing to the lunatics. I feel bad. They go, "What vacuum? Since when should vacuums come in ten colors? We got it in the fun <laughs> peach." You know, and then they take a call. We bought one. In- well, I wouldn't get that call. <laughs> hello, we bought one in every. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. My Hello. wife loves this Hello. program. It's called America Has Talent. Yeah, we got one in every color. Oh, yeah. By the way, right. someone told me after a show, I used to have a joke in my act that those people are real. That's not real people. Someone after the show, I believe them. They came over, and they said that they work at QVC, and yes, those are real calls. And I believe they worked at QVC, wow. and I also believe that they were telling me the truth. But I still don't believe them. See the movie Joy. I will. You're, um, I'd be a good salesman for it. No, I have to see it. <laughs> Uh, listen. Let him tell me about it. Who gives a shit? My wife loves this program. America has got talent, and they have. I want you to talk about the glass more. Wonderful, I've done that bit. I'm telling you, they have these wonderful, wonderful, different, talented people. They come on from all around America. One of them is a woman who plays the top of glasses yeah, as an instrument. Yeah, you know what I would do if that's what uh, uh, that I had to watch? Uh, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, <laughs> Why well, I gotta be a dick? <laughs> Tell me if this is not the perfect glass that you'd love to hear. That played. is. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Matter of fact, that's why I bought seven hundred of them, and I play <laughs> a Holy Night the night before Christmas. People are at home going, "I should buy a hundred of them." They always have the caller say shit like that. Yeah. Like, I bought the vacuum in every color to make every day fun. <laughs> Some moron at home with a credit card that's empty. I should buy peach vacuum. They have, you know, I got the blueberry blue, and it is just fun and silly, and I love it. Why do and if you're going to call in and say <laughs> these things, if you're going to vacuum, you may as well have fun. Some caller said. The color makes it fun. What are you, a, 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 a baboon? A, oh, no, I, don't mean, I don't of, mean as an insult. That's as a another baboon. one of Irvine Cohn's notes. He said, "I don't want to hear any more of his notes." He said that you referenced uh, Don Rickles saying dumbbell. I did. Yeah, he says that's Don Rickles material. You shouldn't be doing Don Rickles material. No, I'm referencing it. No, but he said that you're you're okay, using. Well, he's ninety. 
anyway. He's 90. He what said is he's, he's, he's you said have he's, more notes? Yeah. He Who said, is this from? I don't want to read anymore, to be honest. I'll read it to How you. How old's this guy? This guy is a little older. He's 96. And I'm going to have to read notes. Why do you do this? Is this for a podcast you do, or you just go to the... You watch, you watch me and Norm McDonald with old people, and they take notes? I know this is a foreign concept to you, Todd, but it's called caring about the elderly. No, you're right, but I don't know why. I would do you a community just take, service. Why would you want to just go hang out with them and be fun with them and listen to music with them? And, and all right, that's a that's a fair question. Instead of because listening to the Norm Macdonald show, how these about are if, professional old men. These are guys. I told you the other guy oh, they were at Bloomingdale's. These people, when you get old and then you feel un- useless, you feel useless. I get it. And they want to f- feel right, like me, they're you know, part me, of society. You're right, let me hear the notes. I'm being serious. Let me hear the notes. I'm a mature adult. Who, sometimes, hey, it could be good advice. This comes from a guy named Walter Goldberg. Could be good advice. 96. Sure. You got to listen. You got to keep it open. He worked for the I was uh, getting a little American bit. Automotive Company. Okay, sure. Okay. His first note is just one word. Charisma. He, likes, <laughs> he says you got it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a, that's a positive thing. He says you had charisma, charisma, charisma. And 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 when you, when I asked him about that, he said, "What keeps my eye on Todd the whole time is his charisma." Okay, it sounds like you're making this up. No, now. no, no. That's well, what he said. Well, you started doing his voice. Well, I, I know him. I'm, I'm Give him respect to do his voice. What else did he write down? He said, "You say oh, a lot." Uh well, I don't. Oh my God, he's right. You ever say ah? Uh? Sometimes I do say. Uh? You know what? I'm going to take that criticism. Okay. I apologize for the bad joke, like where I had to do it. Ah, uh, do it. I get it. Move on. Guess what we have to do? He says. He says, stay away from green shirts, because you never know when you're going to be in front of a green screen. Now you think an old person wouldn't know about that, but these guys are hip. Uh, okay. What else? I mean, I I'm not. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. If hey, you know what? If I was in front of a green screen, I, I can't deny he'd be right. He says a smile and a handshake will go a long way. All right. Well, what, when did when did he have a situation with me? No. He's oh, talking this is the guy the that met me after the show. He came backstage. Did you meet him? No. No. Danny. I wouldn't think so. Well, this is a you know. All right. So so this next note's a little harsh. Let me hear this song first. We'll be back with Danny LaBelle and the rest of his bit on the Todd Glass Show. That's right. Coffee, and it's a beautiful day out. This is the music that plays. I just haven't met her yet. But you're still in a great mood. You're in the kitchen staring your coffee. Opening of a movie. Oh, 
almost lost my podcasting license, so let me hear this letter. All right, this is a little bit harsh. What? This next note he had here, he said... Let me hear it. You have a sailor's mouth. You swear too much. All right, well, note taken. Sailor's mouth. It could hurt you. Remember what I was telling you earlier about... Is he going to call in? Wait, is he on the phone? You want me to get him on the phone? He's on the phone. He called into the studio number. No, he's on. He's already on. All right. Does that come out further? Why doesn't that come out further? What did you do? Would you fuck it up? Hey. Sorry. I do have a sailor's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See? Thank God you're listening. Um, hello? Oh. How you doing? It's Todd Glass. I appreciate your input. Yeah. I don't know if there's something to talk about. This is Walter. Hello, Walter. Yeah. Well... Thank you for your thank you for your input. By the way, always can use some a critical eye. You don't always agree. You don't always agree with everything, but I will take from it and and you know I appreciate it. Oh, you're a kid. What? You're a kid. Well, I'm not you're a kid. A kid. Well, I guess I I, have I, a long I, time I, ahead I, of I appreciate being referenced as a kid, so me, I'll take you're that. A kid. Thank you. And you had never know. When you're going to be in front of a green screen. Oh, for the green shirt. Yeah, I remembered I should think about that. You never know. I should think about that more. I don't think about that. So, you know, that's something to just keep in the back of your head. And there's no need to bring up Don Rickles. <laughs> well, if I... Okay. I... I it was an anecdote about <laughs> Don Rickles. I wasn't stealing his material. But I'd nevertheless... I just want to be positive, so thank you. are your own celebrity. Well, thank you. Yes, you are the star of the show. Thank you. Why, that young guy, uh, Norm, yeah, yeah. why he had, had you on his program? Because mm-hmm. people want to hear you. Well, thank you. They don't want to hear about... Don Rickles anymore? Okay, well, that, I'll He's, take that. Uh, uh, yesterday's I'll, news. I'll take that advice, and I appreciate yeah. it. I got to run, but. Uh, well, wait, wait. So was I, that, I think wait, that was, wait a minute. Um, I got I, I might have to cut you but, off. But, I feel but, bad. But, but no, is don't, there don't one more cut th- me off. I want to say. If there's uh, one more yes, thing. there is something else. Well, just let me let you one more thing out. Then I do have to go because I have a hard yes, out. there is something else. Go I'm ahead. trying to recall the show. Well, because you, you... Is it written down? No, I just... Well, I don't know if I could listen. You I said to Norm, uh, I wanted to go to the joke. But he said to you, wait a minute. You have to respect the host. It's his wishes. You shouldn't force your way on people. Just be polite and send a thank you note. Note taken. <laughs> Just be polite. And another thing, and well, this is harsh. Can I give you advice? Can I tell you something? Stop talking like an old man. Why do you give up on life? You, you, when did you decide you have to have an old man voice? I'm 96 my grandfather, years old. My grandmother was 96, and she talked. Fair enough. Listen up. Thank you. It's this thing you do to, to try to get wisdom like you're... Yeah. you're yeah, talk like a regular guy. I believe. Well, Todd, listen. Does that sound better for you? Yeah, well, no, I think you're right back to where you are. No, it's the best, best uh, youngest I can do there. 
No, young, a little right. younger. This is how I sound. Younger. I'm doing younger. an impression no, you're of not. my younger uh, self. Do no, you, 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 you're gonna. God, you're... it's me, a very young me. <laughs> That's what I sounded like hundred years ago. <laughs> I appreciate the advice. Get one last uh, one. Is, one. What, do one more, but it's really mean. It's yeah, no, I mean, well, okay, well, thank you mean. very much. I don't I have not. one more to tell I, you. Well, you know what? I'm going to let you do It's very harsh and this, critical. This, this is the last one. Uh, it's, uh, can, I, can, I give you, can I give you a It's unnecessary. It's like so un... One little thing he noticed. Well, this is something I noticed. Okay. I, I do, you didn't... And I'm going to tell you this because okay. I think you and, can handle it. And then I got to let you go. You can handle it, right? I, I, yes, I'll hear that, and then i got to let you go. We don't have time to talk about it. You weren't patriotic at all on the show. All right, show. well, we appreciate it. Listen to me, Todd. This is a great country you live in America. I'm not saying it isn't, it's but... It's a great country. You're privileged to live in America. Next time use the you old go vo- on, Use maybe... the old voice again. Very privileged to live in America. Older. Older, 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 older. Guess what I had? Oh my God! How would you respond to that if somebody told you you need to be more patriotic on this? I show? would. Uh, what would I do? I would say. What if, uh, the, what if this was a genuine situation? An old man came up to you after a show in the Pittsburgh Improv. He was there because his 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 grandkids are big fans of yours. I I go, hey folks, look who's in the audience, and I play this song for them. The Todd Glass Show with Danny LaBelle. We're going in for the close. It's a short runway. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to play radio. I like the trumpet. Eh, maybe not. I wanna... So let me go through these post-its real quick to make sure I got everything out, and then we're going to decide what we're going to close with. And I hope... Did I play this one? And I'm going to let you go through it, Todd. I just hope you're going to answer my question in, uh, in earnesty before we end the show. Why did you unplug it? It unplugged itself. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Todd? Are we on the same page? What? I want to answer an earnest an earnest answer to my question. What? Oh, break. yeah, sure. You're at the Pittsburgh Improv. Yes. You had a phenomenal show. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't remember being there. I'm, oh, yes, a, yes. Yeah. Not the Improv. I wasn't at the Improv. Well, I get a little kickback every time I mention the Improv on the show. On this show? Yeah. If you, whatever deal you work out with I them. I worked it out with uh, Levity. Oh, yeah, but I don't want you to keep saying it over the top just for no reason. It seems forced. You get 20 bucks every time. It helps with the rent. Well, just get it out of the way right now, then. So you're at the Pittsburgh Improv Improv Improv? And, uh... <laughs> hey, I heard that Improv 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 is there. Good. What is this? So, so after the show, uh, this guy comes up to you with his grand grandson, who's a huge fan of yours, loves the Todd Glass show, and he dragged his grandfather in 96. He happens to be 96. And you say, thank you so much, sir. It's a pleasure to have you at my show. And the guy says, yeah, you had some really funny stuff. But I don't feel that you were very patriotic. Now, pretend this oh. is a real s- scenario. Oh, okay. How do you handle it? Um, well, uh, I am by... I, I Remember, would... you're talking to a guy who put his life on the line for your freedom. Oh, get out of my way. No, for real. I want to oh. see how this would... That's really how I am out. in that bit. Okay, what would I do? I, would, I don't mind this. I like this. I would... Well, of course, I would be. You'd be overly nice. Who wouldn't be? You just try to be. Don't be vague about it. Specifically, what would you say? I got to be honest. As someone at ninety six, my tone would probably be. I wouldn't want it to be dismissive, but you have right. to be gentle with a person like that without confusing that as dismissive. But there has to be at that point you deem the person is. Look, there's different levels of being 
not all there and without any sarcastic tone, just Mm -hmm. at 100% of your awareness. And there's somebody that can probably, you know, somebody might even be 100% okay to drive. But they have a disconnect with, you know, wear a tie. It shows respect. (laughs) They don't know. It's adorable sometimes. So if this person came up to me, who knows? Maybe that when he saw a comedian when he was younger, they ended with, you know, an American flag. You know, right. maybe Bob Hope. I don't know. Right. So I go, oh, I go, you know, maybe I should, actually. I go, sometimes I, I used to play uh, God Bless America and have a trumpet player come out and make it like it was a real big deal, which is true. I've done that. Really? I go, well, maybe I should go back to that. Is that what you're talking I try to just be nice. And then if he goes... Well, you know, then I might go, oh, I listen, pups, out of the way. I'll have one of my fucking guys punch your fucking face in yeah. until you're fucking so bloated you won't be able to be recognized at the morgue. That's the Todd Glass we That's all know. That's the Todd Glass we all know. <laughs> <laughs> listen up. You, uh, no, but the first way is the way I would really deal with it. So anyway, we very have, good, we have so much to get to. Now this, I don't know. Did we play this? I don't think we did. Matter of fact, I know we didn't. I'm absolutely 100% fucking positive. Oh, you know what? We did play that. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Turn it off. Okay, play, say we played it. Uh, can you play this? Yeah. No, 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 pause it. Say we already played it. We already played it. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. I'm, Keith, I'm fucking 100% positive that we did not play it. And I'm an honest person. You know I'm okay, an honest play it, person. Okay, play it. Play it. I'm fucking positive we didn't play this. Oh, yeah, you know what? We did play it. Let's do it again. Keith, can you play this? Uh, turn it off. No, that bit's over. That's just for me. All right, so listen, that's good. That's done. <laughs> that's over there. Is everything all right, Aristotle? <laughs> and get a hot washcloth. Enjoy life. By what the you, way, I, I, was, I was torn. I was, I was thinking, you know, to, to show these el- elderly fellas either your Norm MacDonald. Uh, I'm in love. Either your Norm MacDonald set or your Paul Provenza talk show appearance. Also available on YouTube. It and is. also references Don Rickles. It does. I was obs- I'm was. i obsessed with Don Rickles. I saw him He brought a lot of joy into my life. Saban he Theater. He still does. What? I recently saw him at the Saban Theater. You I, did? Yeah. Oh, wait. How him. long ago? Like a month ago. Yeah. And, and, and he was just there. And yeah. I, know, I, know, I know that he's obviously sitting now. Yeah. Uh, how does he come out? Does he come out? Do they push him? He doesn't come out. He's already... The curtain comes up and he's sitting there. Right, and then he still does singing and everything. You know what we both love about, well, I love a lot about about Don Rickles, but one thing that I saw you mentioned uh, on, on Norm's show that always gets me is just that face that he, that, 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 you know, Steve Martin was in the audience, and he goes, at the, at the end of the show, he goes, and I, uh, stick around, and we're going to have a, Steve Martin's going to play the banjo for you. And he just does that face. <laughs> And he, and how was it? Was it did his his conductor helps him sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. He whispers in his ear, and you know who's in the audience and stuff. Oh, great! And so he looked. Did he look like he was enjoying himself? Because that's at this point. Yeah, he seemed happy. Yeah, that's what yeah. you want. You know what? It's the only time. Look, there does become a point when performers, when it, you're doing it for them, mm-hmm. and that's okay because that's the only time you'll ever have the opportunity to do something for them. So I think that's the way you had to look at it. We talked about this in the show with Richard Pryor. Somebody once said, I went to see Richard Pryor when he was at the comedy store towards the end when it was. Uh-huh. And I go, I think the way to go, because you can't judge him on, you know, you have to just go, he needs us now. Right. And you still get to see Richard Pryor at a, at a it's not, I'm not acting did like Did you ever he's, see Richard Pryor? I never did. I never really appreciated Richard Pryor until later in life. I knew he was a legend. I never went, oh, Richard Pryor's not good. No, I knew that Richard Pryor was good. 
But it was only till like five years ago when I really started uh, listening because of Daniel Kino listening to some of the old stuff and going, fuck. Yeah. You know, and he grew and he, it was, he was, yeah. And then, and then just, the, well, God, just sitting, you know, it's just some of it's just like what is being done right now, you know, in, in some of those rooms where they try to create this intimate atmosphere. You can go, oh, he's in a little room just telling the truth and talking about what, talking from his fucking heart. Oh, this actually is a good segue if I can do a, a real promotion for what what I have going on in my podcast this week. And we talked a bit about the elderly. We're talking about the old comedians now. I have an interview uh, coming out tomorrow on my well, show. Well, no, we this show doesn't drop till Friday. Well, it'll still be out. Modern Day Philosophers, the show that you did. Yeah, it was, I, I like the concept. Who's on? A uh, 102-year-old comedian. Does that give it away? Y- yes. Are Who you, is it? Mel Brooks. Not 102. I mean, uh, Carl Reiner. He's 94. Oh, 100, who's 102? Professor Erwin Corey. No. Yeah. I interviewed him. That's a genuine to George Carlin no. How is he? he for a 102-year-old guy, he's fantastic. He's, he's with it. When is the last time he performed? I don't know. I didn't ask wow, him. Wow, he was like an older guy. So back in like 88, how old would he have been? In 1988? It's going to be scary because it might not be... I don't know, math. Hold on. Someone figure it out. Does someone have on their phone figure it out? I mean, that's like 20... I mean, that's like... 1988. Oh, so he was... Yeah, so he was old then, too. Is that something? Wow. So I talked to him. I talked to him about the early days on of the comedy. Phone? No, in person. I went to his house. How's his house? Amazing. He has a house in Manhattan. A house, not an apartment. But in the middle of a block, there's like a few houses that, you know, you have to be like a hundred and something years old to preserve it, you know. He's been there for forever. Wow. And and it's a house. Can I tell you, I always think about that. Can you imagine, like once in a while in New York City, you'll see a house. Yeah. And you'll be like, it's, a lot of times it's owned by the government or it's like a, you know, it's it's a it's an historical like landmark or an information center. But it's. Right. And then sometimes you're like, no, I think that's someone's house. That's what he owns. He owns a house. Right. In the middle of uh, middle of Shit. big skyscrapers, there's a little house. And I bet there's someone that loves him that's still thinking, Jesus, how long are you going to live before I get that house? Yeah, and his, his grandson was sitting next to him the whole time, and every time I asked him a question, his grandson had to yell the question in his ear. So I'd be like, "How are you?" You know. And then his grandson would be, go right up to his ear, "How are you?" Are you serious? Yeah, I left some of that in the interview for, so people could hear it. It was pretty. Oh, my it was God. kind of well, funny. I'm glad to see he's comfortable. Anybody that was a comedian and and made you know and was and you you're just always happy to hear okay they saved and they and they knew what they were doing we talked about like the early early days of comedy and lord buckley and all the all the old time brother theodore all the guys he started with wow that's amazing you know a lot of people don't even know who professor Irwin Corey is and i get that i shouldn't have acted like he's not no you shouldn't because he never his but but amongst comedians you know who he is so i was like wow and more like the guy's still alive not to be morbid or anything right. but danny guess what Guess what that music means? We're starting the show. We're starting the show. That means we're going in. We're going in for the kill? Yeah. Well, oh, take a deep breath. I, I do want to promote some stuff. Can I promote? Sure. I have a new podcast that I've invited you to do, and, and I t- at the French fit- fitness club that we go to, La yes. Fitness, uh, you've you've agreed to do it. I did. Oh, I, yes, I did. Uh, it's called The Mostly Bull Market. It's really fun. I have a different comedian every week, and we discuss what a company is doing, and we just come at it comedically. Uh, what, if I we, love it. If we think that's a good idea or not. 
No, I do think it's a good idea. It's really fun. It is. I bet it is. I'm being totally serious. It's on uh, cbsplay.it. And then uh, then I have this show, Bookshelf, I want to talk about for one minute. Go. Take your time. This this music (laughs) just... just Nope. Nope. This music just means... It says we're going in. It could be three-minute close. Oh, okay. So, uh, so ask me about it, and I'll tell you all about it. Oh, tell me about it. Oh, okay, since you asked. <laughs> yeah, you can act like, you know, tell me all about it. Well, if you're going to twist my arm. Oh, remember, people can still get bored and turn it off, though. I can only make it what? fun with the music. This? That's what, I'm trying everything I can do. Nobody's going to get bored of this. Okay, let's hear it. It's pure promotion. Let's hear it. The first Tuesday night of every month at the Improv Lab on Melrose. We do an improvised storytelling show Oh. So, uh, what? This is no good? No, it's fun. It's a great way to end the show. No, let's send more fun. No, just talk about what you need to talk about. This sounds so much fun. No, I'd rather have a no, fun ending. I love ending. this show. People are right now going, Wani! Improv Lab! They got the Improv Lab. Danny LaBelle, whatever he's doing, head over there! What improvised comedy! It's a fantastic show. Look, cut the music, cut the music. You'd think people would want to know about a good show, Todd. I think you're right. I'm not. I'm. I'm not, why do you think I'm doing it? Where I'm letting you talk about it? What are these it? people out there doing anyway? They they're looking for good shows, right? All right, put the music. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Let me hear about your show. Tell me about it. All right, so uh, we have a bookshelf full of books on stage, mm-hmm. and you go up and uh, oh, they go on stage, and you, there's a bucket, and you pull a kind of book out, you take it off the shelf. They yell out, an audience yells out a page number, and then you read it, and then you tell a story that it inspired from your life. By the way, that seriously is a great idea. I like when, hey, look, sometimes people think of uh, themes for shows. It's like anything else. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes you realize right away, nah, it didn't work, or they couldn't work the wrinkles out. And other mm-hmm. times, it, it works wonderfully. And I think that's one of those things where it utilizes comedians. You don't have to be a comedian to do it, but comedians tend to be pretty good at that type of stuff. They have a, you know, and uh, that's that's a fun little twist. I like it. I had John Dore on last. How night. do you do? Good. He was fantastic. So he he got a cookbook. Oh. So uh, he read a a, a piece of uh, the American Burger Revival, and uh, he riffed off a cook a recipe. He did. Oh, that's that's funny. It was fantastic. And Say uh, hi to your mom. What? I don't control the volume. That's oh, all controlled by Chris Hardwick. And, uh, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I have no control. I was going to tell you one other thing from Bookshelf. Oh, sure. Go ahead. You know comedian Mark Schiff? Sure I do. He was on the show last night, and he got a book. We were talking about AAA. Mm-hmm. Traveling with your pet. So it's just hotels that are pet friendly. It's just listings in hotels. How'd he do? Fantastic. And I want to tell you one more thing. Oh, sure. There's another person on the show, Eliza Skinner. Do you know Eliza oh, Skinner? She's, seriously, to George Carlin? Love her. Wow, this got serious. The music went on. I, I love her, too. She's great. She was on the show last night, and she got Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Ask me how she did. How'd she do? Fantastic. Uh, she was great. Yeah. And, the, I, no, I got to tell you one more thing. Please. I can't. I don't control I, I, the volume. But it's not fair because there are people that were on the show. All right, go ahead, tell And I'm it. trying to promote them. There's people out there listening. Tell it. Tell it. Okay. Uh, 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 Hugh Moore. Hugh Moore. You know the comedian Hugh Moore? Turn it down so the people at Gert I, I don't control the volume. Okay. Hugh Moore. You know Hugh Moore, the comedian Hugh yes. Moore? He was, on the, he was on the show last night. 
And he got a book on being vegetarian. Okay. Ask me how he did. How did he do? It was fantastic, Todd. It was a great show. Wow. So everybody did good on your show. Well, I wouldn't say everybody did good. No, no, no. They did. They did. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. This is important. You know Dylan Brody? Yes. Dylan Brody was on his show. Uh-huh. And he got a book by uh, Stephen King. Say something, say something nice to the listeners as we say goodnight. I want to tell the listeners that Dylan Brody was on the show. He got, he got Stephen King. Ask me how he did. How did Dylan Brody do? He was fantastic, phenomenal. See? It's a great show. I like Dylan Brody. Yeah, he's great. So everybody was great. Uh, okay, so if I could say something to the listeners. Yeah, you have, you have, you have 15 seconds. Something positive. All right, then then we have to take it. No, seriously. no, I decide. I don't control the okay, music. That's listen, Chris Hardwick. A lot of you out there are wonderful people, and you're just trying to get through life. Todd, it's not nice to the people. I'm trying to tell them. Okay, all right. If I can leave you with one thing, I want to tell you that sometimes going out on a nice... You, you, might, you might feel a little down sometimes. It's good to get out of the house, get some fresh air. Go for a walk. If you have a local recreation center, go to the swimming pool. Perfect. Now, Keith, it's your turn. Some words of just positivity. Just, you know, wake up every day and be grateful for the morning. And right. And being able to eat hot food. Whoa, 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 whoa. He stole that. Aristotle. That's something I gave him. Hang on, hang Aristotle. on. Aristotle. That's something I gave him in a motivational talk we did. He well, did. if he that's did. what you're... That's my material. Well, tell me once you, once you give it to other people as part of your motivational, they're going to use it in real life. That's my material. Everybody no. make sure to eat breakfast. Yeah, we were supposed it's to have it. Everybody eat breakfast. Aristotle, what do you have? Drink coffee. And then, uh, Jimmy? He fucks. Also drink water. That's right, everybody. Also drink water, Spongebob. Danny, I just shut the music off. The show's over. No one stole from you. Get out of here. Yeah, you have you a fuck. Something. I work really hard on those motivational speeches. You have a problem, Danny. Every time you come here, the show's over. By the way, we're not recording that. So yeah, I'm out of here. Go. And do me a favor. Don't invite me back. I blacklist myself this time. I blacklist myself this time. I blacklist myself this time. I have neighbors. Be quiet. Where's the door? I can't even find that door around here. There's no door. It's a low-budget door situation. No, we drove the shut. We're going to kill you. Yeah, no budget. Yeah, there's never a budget with this guy. All right, that's the show. I love you. Now leaving Nerdist.com.